Willow Talk Podcast. Will no topic is off limits. Now here's your host, Mind Daddy, and Void of Soul. Thank you for coming to the Willow Talk Podcast. Boom Talk Boom. Salute everybody. Salute. Cheers. Charles, salute. Charles. I've got uh, Casamigos tequila. Seraphine's drinking on a Syrah. It's a Flanagan. And then Tom's got Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra, true Hell Missouri. Yes. Well, that's with my Missouri. Roots. Ooh, that's good. And the Missouri roots. You got to get that mic close to your face. I okay. can't hear you. Yeah, move closer to the left. Get close. How's get that? You can move yes. the chair if you want. There we go. Yes. Now make yourself comfortable. So, right. uh, yeah, podcast toi for us. Three, isn't it? Three or four? Or four. This is well, technically, I was no, on you're hers. right. She was on mine, I, and I was here. Maybe I was here twice. Oh, we were here twice. So, I can't imagine yeah, I would have had yeah. you on two times. No? Oh, thanks. Whatever. <laughs> I, only, I I just piggybacked on you, Tom. I was like, all right. What did you guys get talk about? Um, we talked about a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah, we, you want to like, get into the real tr- spicy topic oh that we got gosh. into? It was, it, yeah, we, we went into like transgender, and we went into sports, and we went into... We went into what? What else did we get into? We got into a lot of stuff. I, you know, I've this is going to be close to episode two hundred. I can't remember well, every I, single conversation I've yeah, had. It's no, so I, hard. I just remember our like. The sad thing is when you talk so much with someone like you and I talk together. Right. I feel like I blend in the conversations <clears throat> you and I have like off right. the mic. So I would be like, oh, we talk about relationships and family and kids and blah, blah, blah. But then we also talk about really fucked up shit, too. So that's oh, probably yeah. the stuff that would be, you know, what we would talk about on the mic. But today we're talking about some fucked up shit, which is your movie. I like talking, <laughs> oh, I I like talking about fucked up shit that people are scared to talk about. So, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that the whole point of this kind of forum? Pretty much. That's what it, that's what this show is talk about. Talk about whatever. Talk yeah. about whatever. My tagline is no topic it is off limits. I love it. Yeah. That's I agree, one hundred percent. Well, thanks for having us on. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thanks. Yeah, this is a yeah, this is nice. I watched your newest movie last night. Uh oh, Bravado, <laughs> and that's going to be enter or is going to be shown at the KC Film Fest. Kansas City Film Festival. Kansas City Film Festival. Yeah. Damn, I'm way yeah. off. Should have done March my homework. Twenty ninth. Yeah. Now, how many film festivals have you done? You've done quite a few. Uh, my movies have been in probably six or seven of them. Six or seven. Yeah. What's been your favorite film festival aside from? Before the we Kansas get started, uh, Seraphine's like a co-host. I jump in. What do we call that? Uh, just a special co-host today. Yeah, and then I have to like shut up so he can. Yeah. Okay. Well, well I'll sit guys, back and watch. You do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, spar. I want to know. I know, well, but I want to know. I want to know what's your what was your favorite pod or not podcast? Your favorite film festival film fest. that my movies went to or that I've been to that you've been well both. Well, the best film festival I've ever been to is probably Sundance. Mm-hmm. It was pretty incredible. I was there in 2010. Uh, the best film festival that my movie has been at, honestly, and I'm not just saying this because it's the hometown, and I'm hoping to plug KC Film Fest a little bit, but. They do a really good job. It's really intimate and it's small, but they do an excellent job with it for mm-hmm. it being as small and, you know, it's not a major uh, film festival. How do film festival how story. do they get judged? 
Well, that's a good question. I don't know. They have a committee. I mean, all these film festivals have committees. Um, I know uh, a few people on the committee, but I don't know. Have you ever gotten like feedback like after the film from people on the committee? No. No, they just, they either, well, there's, no, no. They Interesting. Either, they either accept it or they don't. If they, you know, so they, if they so, don't accept it. Yeah. They give you, like, this film was <laughs> then, shit. Then somebody yeah. from Kansas City who knows the people that run it will, yeah. I, I actually just heard this the other day from the festival administrator. She said she got some emails from people who were upset that they didn't get in. And I was like, who the hell does that? Like, who, who, who doesn't get their movie into a film festival and then calls the administrator? Why didn't you accept my movie? Like, they were getting all pissed off about it. And I was like, well, you shouldn't have to arbit that. That's ridiculous. Now for, you either get chosen or you don't get chosen to be at the, in the festival. So I did not, like, I, I've been to film festivals. I've actually participated in one. But so I, you were in a movie. Oh, God, I was in a, I was in a, a, a local Kansas City, um, what was it? It was like a YouTube show that was called Kill Em All. Um, I don't I know if you, you can even I find I thought you it. had a movie that was like an oh, actual movie. Pep Squad. Pep yeah, Squad, that's that right. That one you can see on Amazon Prime. Yeah. I was Debbie the Drunk. Yeah, it's a it's a great role. That's why he's never cast me in his film. Have you seen serious. it? I would put you in one of my movies in a second. Uh, Pep Squad? Yeah. No, but I know of it. I don't think it's, isn't it like out of print? It's like No, it's to... actually on Amazon Prime now. Really? You can go watch it. Yep. Steve Balderson, the director, actually shot me and he was like, oh my God, it, they're they're revamping it. So anyway, yeah. Is, I, it, I, is it a comedy? They're revamping it? Yeah. It, like like bringing it back into the mix. Are you going to be in it again? Oh, well, not got they're to. not redoing it. It's like revamping it into the system. I, I should oh, clarify it. Oh, like, re, like bringing so it back excited. into the- They're no. doing a reissue. No. Yeah. Yeah. going to remake it. No, it was actually, it was one of the first films ever about school shootings. Right. But it was a dark comedy like a Heathers. So When was it made? Um, it was made, I did that. 90s? God, I, uh, Brandy. Brandy was in that movie. No shit. She, Brandy, I, threw, I actually threw up my, I, we have a friend, my, my, my friend Brandy, Brandy Hallickson. Oh, Logo. I was thinking Brandy, Brandy. <laughs> no, no, no. She's a, a friend of mine. I, she's blonde. Brandy's a child. Oh. She actually worked for the, she Listen, we're on we're on a mic with people listening here. They're not caring about Brandy, your friend. We want we, Brandy the singer. Well, I vomited <laughs> on her. That's that's the fun part. Oh is if God. you want to watch the movie, I vomit on her. I actually do want to see that. Yeah. So let's talk about the festival though. So how are like once you have the film in the festival, why why do people go to film that like what's the point? Well, the point used to be uh, it was a platform to get your movies made or not made, seen and distributed like there were people that would put the movies into distribution who would go to these film festivals shopping for movies i don't think that's so much the case now as it, as it, it used to be what like, is it now now it's more just a platform you can get your movie seen at the film festival it's also a great place to uh, you know network oh that meet makes sense lots of people because even at the kansas city film festival i was one year 2017 when I did this movie called Eric Blair and I that they accepted that year, I met people from Czechoslovakia and Australia and made, you know, made a lot of friends and contacts. That I was shocked. That's cool. At how sort of global the Kansas City Film Festival was that particular year. And I hope that happens again. I haven't looked at the program. Extensively. It seems like Kansas City's got a good little foot on a lot of different scenes. Like everybody talks about the Kansas City fashion scene here. You wouldn't really think about it, but like KC Fashion Week is a pretty big deal. She'd know more about that than me. I don't. And now the film festival, I'm sh and I don't know. We got good music that comes through here. Yeah. 
we got good music that comes from here. I don't know. But yeah, it's, and it's one of the we few. got a great art scene here. We got a great art museum. I mean, it used to be one of the few affordable cities in the United States. I don't know if that's still the case, but that's what I heard for a long time that Kansas City was like a good place to go and raise your family because the rents were uh, a little lower. And there's culture, yeah. blossoming culture. Mm-hmm. I don't know how extensive it is because I haven't been here very long, but yeah, <laughs> I've only been here two two years, so in this stretch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the film scene, eh, I think it needs some boosting. What makes a film scene a film scene? Like, what what do you need to be supporting filmmakers? And there's not a whole <laughs> lot of support for people. I mean, the Stallone, Tulsa King. Did you see that? The it was on the streaming services. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. It. Was supposed to be shot here. It was originally about Kansas City mobsters. Well, they wouldn't give him the funding and they wouldn't give him the tax breaks, so they chased Stallone out of town and he went and shot in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and they reworked the script and called it the Tulsa Kings instead of Kansas City. It's ridiculous. I mean, when you really think about it, I mean, and and it's about the mafia. It took everything. Like, it's about the mafia. Kansas City, quintessential (laughs) mafia. And they're like, "Uh, no, actually, Sylvester Stallone, making i don't know giving people jobs here and uh, it just is beyond me i don't get it and and i you know you want to get into a weird subject but it's like I, i'm always trying to figure out why do they do that like it brings money into the city it brings tourism into the city you're shooting a big movie to, i always wonder why they chase these these things out of town like you know it's like somebody's not getting paid that's why that's right yeah. that's exactly what gotta it is. grease yeah. the right palms somebody's not getting paid or it's a mob town Right. What do you think? You think that stopped? I don't know, man. What yeah, would you, you, what would you some think? Palm. You tell me if Stallone didn't come in and, you know, shook hands with the mayor with, you know, a nice little voucher for whatever he wants. Well, I know the Missouri Film Commissioner fought to have it. I think she fought pretty hard to have it done here. And then she was really upset when they, you know. What? Okay. What is moved it to a film? Like, what is a film scene exactly? Because. I just assume it's kind of like what what I'm doing with my podcast. I just do it. It's my project. I do what I want, how I want. I don't necessarily need other podcasters to yeah. be a scene for me to help help me out or whatever. I mean, it's nice. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but like, it's so like, how does that? What do you need in a in you a scene? You just described how I made that last movie, pretty much. Mm-hmm. But that's and not how, I've how made a lot of my movies is that but you don't necessarily want it to be that way you want there to be i mean it's nice to have more money and more support and okay. permission and permission to film in areas you have to get you know and get rights to things and have people not over like like charge you because you're using a space or you're using some music or you want to have an interview with someone for a documentary like yeah it's, and there's no precedent for it so you go some, somewhere you go somewhere <clears throat> in kansas city and you want to use a location and they're like oh well we're going to charge you thousand dollars insurance and all this stuff like and it's like well no why why (laughs) we're just going to do one scene two people talking in and out like i have run into that like where name these places tom name them oh i don't want to get anybody like uh, you know well one of the why not they're not going to help you out let's know who these people are so other filmmaker makers can either be like hey (laughs) well a lot of it is red tape help us out i mean just put it this way a lot of it is red tape i mean think about these areas like i mean you like for instance, he's he's doing a documentary 
And I mean, the thing that stinks is when you're going into areas that are historical, like the jazz district, or you're going downtown, or you're going to the plaza or whatever, like these are revered areas that people are trying to build up. They're trying to protect. And they're like, okay, who's this guy coming in with his independent film? And then it's like, well, if you were worth a darn, then you would pay X, Y, Z for this and that. And, you know, and, and again, if you think about some of our areas here, it's not like we're like. But the business owners are telling you that, right? It's not necessarily like. Well, I mean, it depends. It's all pretty case case specific. I mean, yeah, right. I was just thinking about this restaurant that we shot in called Anton's, which is down. Oh, the yeah. The oh, yeah, it's fine. It, it was a nice location. They didn't charge us a dime. I mean, nice. They just let us come in one night and shoot. It's a cool. Yeah. It's a cool little atmosphere in there. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. And they're welcoming. I think the hard part is there's so many beautiful and in, like cool areas of Kansas City, but you can immediately like see or feel or or just dead on someone be like, here is you are not allowed or you get an unwelcoming vibe. And I think that that's where it's it's hard is when you're creative and you're wanting to, you know, I, and the other thing is the lines are crossed so much now because Art is readily available on the computer for free, right? And everybody needs to make money, and to create a movie takes money. Right. So I think that's, you know. Not as much as I think some people think, but yeah. yeah. You can make a movie with very little very little funds. So how, so. To adjust your expectations. So Bravado, yeah. like, talk to us about what it took, like, like what you initially thought financially, and then, like, where like like I was convinced. So this film that we're talking about that's going to be at the festival, there 30, was thirty two minutes. It's a short film. Yeah. Yeah. Not a feature. Not a feature, but it has like I immediately thought. So he has all this animal footage in it, right? That's I watched it. Yeah. So I completely thought it was stock footage, and he was like, he looked at me, he's like, no. I shot that. Yeah. He shot it all, and he shot oh, it cool. all at the zoo. I was like, all yeah. right. Yeah. So why there's so many kangaroos in there? I was like, I know where this was taken. Yeah, it's, I shot that at the Kansas City Zoo on the sly. Well, I know. There better not be any kangaroos yeah. anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just had a zoom lens. But, I mean, that, that's a case where you're uh, sort of uh, being a little bit of a bandit. You're just sharking shots, you know. You know, you know where you're going to use it, but I didn't tell the zoo people I'm shooting a movie, you know. I just went and got those shots. Well, do okay. you feel like you should? No. Okay. Me neither. <laughs> not no, at all. I mean, like, you're, you're I saying mean, like you have an issue with it. Like you're, taken, you're, no, how, no, no. how many times have you taken pictures with your kids there? You know? Never. I don't take them anywhere. Yeah. I chain them up. You chain them up. They're, they're, they're actually to go like back in to their that moms. back room right there, over there, right? No, tomorrow. Daddy, let us out. You know, but that's an interesting question that you ask. What makes a film scene? Yeah. Because it's like, I don't think that's something you really need to have a grasp on if you want to create a film scene. And sometimes I wonder how much Kansas City is like aware of that. Like, so but like who who's involved in it? Is a film scene consistent of filmmakers, directors, uh, actors? Well, you need like you need key that grips, sure. whatever that is. Well, you know, yeah. Well, think about when you go to like a museum, right? So not only do you have like the building, right? And you have the managers, you have the docents that take you through the museum. You have the curators that choose the art. Docent, huh? A docent, yeah. You, first you know, time I've ever heard that word. Where's, uh, the, where's the dictionary? 
So I don't. I, don't, I, I actually. The, 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 here's here's the big nerd in me. I actually w- would love to be a What's docent. It's mean, so cool. Lisa? You get to learn about all the art and take people through it and be an educator. So like a Jackson Pollock or a Banksy or something like that. You learn Ask the history. Siri. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So so essentially with film, it's the same thing. I mean, you like you need to have your people that are behind it. So you have. I mean, you can go down the list of directors, producers, whatever. Well, and the but city also, needs to support yeah, it. Yeah, the city yeah, has to support it. The city needs to support it. Don't do that. So, yeah, so read the definition. What's it mean? It means. It means. Let's get ready here. Let's get ready here. Right. I like a new member words. Of the teaching staff. Oh, a member of the teaching I'm staff. Sorry. She messed up. Hold on. This is off <laughs> mic, everybody. I love it. Oh, are we cutting this out? She's no, everything's she's, everything yeah. stays in. She's got to put her readers on. on. Yep. You know, you don't look old enough that need you need I readers. Know, right? All right. Okay, docent. Now. Docent. Noun. At certain universities and colleges, a member of the teaching staff immediately. Member of the teaching staff immediately below a professional rank. Okay. A person who acts as a guide on a voluntary basis. Look at that, Seraphine. Come on, I, I swear, I swear. No, like, you just shocked me. I've never my heard that. My husband should be at the word. table here right now. He usually Google's everything I say. He's like, "You're such a bullshitter." <laughs> <laughs> so you like Google I don't it? Think you're a bullshitter at all. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. I know you know. No, I didn't words. think you're bullshit. Yeah. I just never heard that word before, and I was like, "Ooh." But bringing it back to the film six dollar words right there. But, but bringing it back to the film, <laughs> community, I know, right? No, but I, I know. I look like such a dick, but uh, but it is. It's like think about it. Like uh, you think of Hollywood, you think of New York. These are when am, the I, big when am I thinking of this? Well, because when you're thinking about film communities, but honestly, where he came from, which what is I'm Austin. Thinking. Atlanta, <laughs> Atlanta is big right now. Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta, they're shooting a Hotlanta, lot. Atlanta, baby. Hotlanta. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It did lots of stuff being shot there right now. And New Orleans. Yeah, I was going to say. Louisiana. Because those are cheap places to film, huh? Yeah. And they offer the tax incentives, they offer right. the tax breaks, which is what Missouri won't do. Now, that comes back to, you know. Are you so a little bit of controversy? Are as you to a, who's running things in Missouri? Are you a big film nerd? Like, are you just like know everything about all kinds of affirmative? Should you go to college for that? <laughs> no, I don't know how to answer that anymore. Yes, absolutely. No, I've just been a movie fan since I was a kid. Yeah. I am too, but all there's self. other there's people that take it to a whole nother level. It seems like you have. You're taking it to a whole nother level of like me. of knowledge <laughs> and, and passion that you're actually making your own. I love Flicks. movies. I always have to control myself, though, so I don't gack out like Quentin Tarantino. You know, you ever seen Quentin Tarantino in interviews where he just, it's like everybody's like, what's going on with this guy? I'm like, oh, you ever see him talk to Oh, my God. He's like, I mean, he talks so freaking intensely. Yeah. If you talk like that, I mean. He's fun, though. I've talked to him a couple times about movies, and there's nobody better to talk to movies about because that guy just goes and goes and goes. And it. he knows way more than you. You may think you know something about oh, movies. I'll go school Everybody you. in this room knows more than me. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. So what yeah. what I want to get back to your film because this is like the main reason we're 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 sitting here. Why why did you make it? And then what is it in so film number what for you that you've made or short? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. That maybe 9 maybe. Nice. My, my ninth okay. short that is, is to speak of <laughs> and why 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 bravado why 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 this was film? it called bravado first why bravado for the name and then the, th- the theme of this film um I, I mean i feel like is death 
That's one of the things. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I had a hard time understanding it, to be honest with you. Yeah. But I did get something. I was like, okay, I understand this and this, but there was a lot. I had to watch it twice. I didn't understand. Like, I'll have to watch it again. Yeah. It's a little ru- ru- ruminative, like, just stream of consciousness me, but yeah, and a lot of, not a lot of dialogue in it, really. Yeah. Which I was amazed that you didn't. Uh, so, let's rewind. So, first of all, bravado. Why did you call it bravado? That was a fluke. I was going to call it solastalgia. <laughs> yeah, which, where did you which, get this word? Did you read the book? That's worse than dulcet. I know, don't, right? Oh, docent? Oh, docent. So, so you got word. docent and so, we're we're gonna have to have like like in uh, what I is that? The notes already. That's how yeah. I thought. That's so nostalgia is like a Dolce tur- and Gabbana. <laughs> 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 it's like nostalgia, but not nostalgia. It's being nostalgic for a home while you're in the home. Oh, it's how what you opened up with. Yeah, we yeah. opened with a definition of it. But That's it, right. but the guy who who wrote about it was writing about something called eco anxiety. And when I started going down this rabbit hole, I just thought it was really, <laughs> thought it was really fascinating that people have this anxiety about you know getting on with their lives because they think the weather's going to be so inclement because of global warming mm-hmm. and climate change that they should just not do anything, just stay home, don't work, don't get out of bed. Well, it's, it's about a, the kids, Tom. It's about the kids. It's about the kids. But it's a, but it's a, <laughs> it's a crippling like anxiety. <laughs> I guess yeah. and and it's an actual thing like you can get diagnosed with it and the more I read about it I just was kind of fascinated by it so that was one of the reasons so it was so so really technically the definition is is associated with the climate it's not a it's not necessarily a metaphor because you know for me, back when we were Neanderthal people <laughs> you think we had time for that shit <laughs> I feel uh-uh, like you've heard those this people no, got no. I feel like thrown to the wolves. No, not at all, not at all. But I, when I was watching the film, <laughs> I was also, and correct me if I'm wrong, I was, I was thinking that you were, t- you were having a play on it of like, I literally would never your, your house, anyone, your, your house your and perspective home. is your. I'm not going to tell you it's wrong. So for me, I thought like your house and home, especially like, and and with the so this the synopsis of the movie, I'm going to let you do that. To give the synopsis, if you were going to give it like two or three lines, what is it? What's the elevator premise, pitch? premise of the film? Well, what's the IMDb? What did I put on IMDb? It doesn't matter. What is it now? I mean, it's basically a, a middle-aged guy who's going through a divorce and dealing with a, a teenager who has committed suicide that he teaches. And also, he's also uh, reading a lot about eco-anxiety and solastalgia. So he's dealing with the... Uh, possible you know climate change what are we going to do about it you know that sort of thing what's what can we do about it we don't even have to think about it anymore because Greta Thunberg's all over it yeah right she's got us oh my god I know right she takes a lot of shit man she she's got to be a tough well she we should she took a lot of her shit all the time how dare you (laughs) <laughs> no, well, they took she took a lot of stuff because when and what she like, did was kind of amazing. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, and and she had a family that supported her. I think the thing that was hard was she was kind of. You guys think oh, it's organic? That's cute. Uh, no, her family like it was definitely I like I she, love this already. But, <laughs> she, but she definitely did have some familial support to kind of bring her into yeah the realm. And then she was criticized. Her family was criticized because it was like, well, it's not really her doing it. It's it's the family telling the kid to go be this voice for you know the environment right. well, she's going to be criticized anyway you put yourself out front and center like that she's an it's, actor you're well, going to get the you're going to knew it was coming that's why she doesn't give interviews that's why she doesn't but the fact that it took a child anybody. wasn't she a child yeah, 
Yeah. The fact that it yeah. took a child oh. to get everybody talking about it is kind of interesting. To talk you about said it was what? all about the kids. It is. Yeah. Talk about what? Global warming? It is, global it is all about People kids. haven't shut up about global warming since Al Gore's... Uh, and what have we done uh, about what it? Was that, what was it called? Uh, 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 inconvenient, inconvenient truth. truth. Yeah. yeah, that's where it started. That's yeah. where it started. Yeah. People haven't shut up about it since. I know, but uh, the last laugh is going to be on us when, like, in like thirty years from now, we we think we we think <laughs> we actually think that we're not going to see it. But just wait. I don't think there's going to be all. one day that we're going to look at each other and we're going to be like our eyeballs are going to be melting out of our eyeballs because the sun has exploded or whatever. I don't yeah, know. I do think happen. there's going to be some resource shortages. In our yeah. lifetime, for sure, absolutely. Well, it's already there. What yeah. kind of resources? Oh, fuel. come on! Go from COVID to. I don't think there's gonna be a fuel shortage. You don't? No. Really? Are you kidding me? You know how much is under North Dakota right now? Well, yeah, it's I, fucking I did, everywhere. I did read that. Yeah. It's everywhere. But the yeah, and there's always a country waiting to get liberated for their oil too. So don't we? We'll never run out of oil. That's an interesting way to put it. <laughs> liberated <laughs> for their oil. <laughs> okay. Well, you know that's how oh. our government puts it. You know we got to go spread democracy where the oil's at. That's exactly what's been going on. I know. Yeah. They're never right, going right. to run out of that. And when they do, they're going to find it uh, on the moon. Or we'll hit something. I, I, I don't. I think we are going to have a a problem. I, I you know it's like. The reading that I've done about it, there's a few guys out there. There's a guy named James Howard Kunstler that writes a book. I've called, heard of that. Wrote a book called The Long Emergency. His stuff's really good. He's a big advocate for this, and he's done his research. Like, But, but you know, yeah. these things always come out of left field. You think it's not going to happen, and then it happens, and everybody <clears throat> panics. And I remember we had a gas shortage in Texas, and I, I we got a taste of, like, you know, I was, was something happened with the oil fields, and so there was no gas in Austin and what have you. I mean, there were there were people fighting. There were lines around the gas station. And I was mm-hmm. like, "This is what it's going to look like." But yeah. that's not low oil. That was just low production. Like they stopped selling it at a certain point. There that's was true. like regulations going on. That's like, true. I think the oil is always going to be there, and some kind of energy that we, whatever kind of energy we need, I don't think we're ever yeah. going to run out of energy. I mean, if, and if it is like, oh my God, we are running out of oil. We're for then they're going to be forced yeah. to do something. We're like going to be Mad Maxing like, it. I'm clear, sorry. No, we're not. Well, if we're, we're going to be in Mad Max because, beyond Thunderdome, nah. freaking killing each other for some oil vats and Dr. Nah. Dre, yeah. and you know we're going to be Dr. Dre. Well, California. I'm telling you, they're espousing nuclear energy now. That's like the big thing. Yeah, it's clean. It's Good to go. That's like the shit. Yeah, but not without its dangers, too. That right? was before, that was old technology. All that shit yeah. that they have, like Fukushima and all those, that's because it was old technology. Yeah. Now they've got. It the is te- pretty amazing. Now they've, yeah. got, the they've te- got technology down to where you shouldn't have to worry. At least that's what they say. Of course, they could be lying to us, too. Who doesn't lie to us? Right. Profit, you the know. cascade of lies that we endure every day. Yeah. <laughs> trying no, to pick I, out the information. I don't know. I, I never. I don't worry about global warming at all. I don't think that's going to be the thing that takes us out. I think we need to focus our energy and our brain power instead of worrying about climate. We need to worry about a giant meteor coming to us and how we deflect that bad boy and get because that, that's the thing. That's what's going to happen. That will didn't happen that, to us. Didn't it's that happened before. Well, it's going to happen just again. Happened. It just happened, right? But I want to know why. Did, was, I'm talking about a real close. one. 
I'm talking about you made a big not, one. Not, not a fake one. I love it. Not one that cock teases you. Right. You love, you, yeah, one yeah. that just obliterates it. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I love one. It's one. not just a tip. It's no, everything. It is everything. Boom! You are fucked. So why didn't you do a meteor instead of like? Uh, so why did you choose? I don't know anything about meteors. So so you chose the so you chose the environment as this underlying and that's metaphor. the greater threat. And yeah. then, but then it's interwoven. Virus is big threat too. Yeah, yeah. They're they're just going to keep coming. They are going to keep coming. But I was interested in 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 the overlying story. So when the film first starts, you are you are greeted with like, a, it's like cataclysmic. Like there's She's a really modern dancer. There's it. like a. Let's dissect the movie. But no, it is. It's like you're like I. Yeah, I was inundated with images that I was like, okay, where is this going? And there's a lot of it's music heavy. Yeah. So for me, it was it was interesting because I've seen your films before, and some of your past films aren't heavy dialogue. Yeah. So I was prepared for that, but I wasn't prepared for how much music and how much music I knew and recognized. Mm -hmm. So when I sat back, I was like, okay, there's a modern dancer in this. Why didn't he have me in it? No, I'm kidding. The old, old, old woman. Um, but Are then you a I was modern like, dancer? I have. Could I have you do the moves that young lady did? I, I, I could have, I could, but I'm, but I'm also. She was pretty yeah. good. Go she, ahead. She, speak. She, she no, no. Yeah. She was good. Yeah. Talk your she was shit. Good. She was Talk great. your no. shit, Seraphine. She would, no, I'm Can a, you do as good a better job than she did? You know what? I don't know. Not anymore because I, I'm out of practice. What, maybe, what? The last time I actually danced was maybe eight years ago. But if but, you were to practice for a couple weeks, could I mean, you have beaten who knows? That? But all I can say is, in the movie, watching watching her, it was it was cool to you watch. Need another beer. But I wanted to know. Uh, yeah, he's like, I need one more. I need one more. I only spice have. I should have brought well, more. I got, one. Look, I got whiskey one? and tequila here. I may have to hit that with you because yeah. I, I like the way this is going. Yeah, yeah. Um, his uh, his beer, and then we'll and then maybe a whiskey So it sounds like you're telling me there was too much music in the movie. Do you think there was too much music in the movie? No, I like the music. You like the music? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, it I, opened up. I was like, oh, shit. Music. This, yeah. I, Not music. I was just like, I know this song. I like this song. I, I, I like that song in movies. It just, all right, let's go. It gets me in the mood. That was the point of the opening. No. Just it, to draw no, people in really totally quickly. Totally did. Yeah. I just wish there had been less when we got into the story of it because the dialogue towards the end was, I mean, I, I hadn't. It's going to turn into Siskel and Ebert. Look, Seraphine, it I is know you love, be, I look, love it. But nobody listens to this is going to have seen this movie yet. You well, can't this, go too. You're going to go too inside baseball. No, you're very, you're very, yes. you're very. I can't Spoilers. spoil it too much. But or I at do, all. But I guess I want to know. But, well, <laughs> we've got to talk about the film to some extent, right? We got a little. Yeah, yeah, we got to yeah. talk about it a little bit. Uh, we've talked about a lot of it. We have. What yeah. is it? So what? What did you I mean, think it was about? I want to know your perspective. What did you think the film was about? Well, that'd be a big spoiler now, wouldn't it? Uh, you can give a generalization. You guys nailed it. He he said it pretty well. Well, Divorce got guy going through a divorce. Uh, he's a teacher and one of his favorite students off herself. Mm -hmm. He's so dealing with <laughs> And he's, you know. Uh-huh. Dealing with it. So how dealing with a lot of shit going on. That's he's got like some life fucking issues all coming together at the same time. You know, one of the things that I was thinking about when I made it was uh, this this idea of a, being a just a white dude in twenty twenty three and middle aged, and the comedy of that. 
you know (laughs) how how it's kind of funny just right there it's funny right it's just immediately funny (laughs) i don't see the humor (laughs) (laughs) i love it she knows what i'm talking about anyway it's it's kind of a funny time and there's some comedy and there's comedy in middle age period but i wanted it to be funnier than it was i will say that like it didn't so that's why i put that new Oh, he has spoiler. a nude. And, oh, yes, yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. That's there's why a I put nude that scene. scene in there. Well, there's a, there's a couple nude scenes. More... There's, there's two men's asses in it. That and actually, a boob. And at, a boob. Oh, that's true. There's that's a right. boob in there, too. There's a boob. So, yeah. <laughs> there's nudity in the movie. Please watch. Yes. It's, and, it's, and, and, it's, and it's nudity in an unexpected place, mm-hmm. which I was like, whoa, that is my friend's ass. Somewhere mm-hmm. I never would ever expect his Only ass to be. Only in Independence, huh? Yeah. That and was, and spo- that was a quiet day. I was worried that there was going to be like people going up and down the street while I shot. <laughs> no, like, well, how the fuck am I going to explain this in Independence? He's new to that. I'm making a movie. No, you've gone nuts. We're going to take you in. Like I love it. When did you? What time did you film that scene? Daytime. The it nude was, scene. It was right before nightfall. Yeah. It was yeah. Like well, that's the wrong time to do it. That's when everyone's up. You should do it like right before. Everyone's right pulling after in. Dawn. You know, they're like, they just no got off work yet. and they're like, oh my God. Is that? There's no. a man on top <laughs> of that. Is that a man? We knew somebody his, in this neighborhood was going to lose their shit. We didn't know it was going to be that house. His ass is out and he is where? I won't tell you because you've got to watch the film. Please. Sign's <laughs> out. Sign's out. It's available on Vimeo. It's password protected, though, because it's that festival. When will it be available for the general public to be able to watch? Uh, probably in the next six months. Yeah. I, I, I submitted it to like 15 film festivals. And so you have to wait till it goes two. through all of those? Yeah. Okay. You're so su- what's you're the pr- supposed to. All right. What's the process and kind of hope for you right now? So you've got them going to these festivals. It's going to be seen by all kinds of, you know, movie nerds, if you will. Yes. Big name people got money that maybe want to put money into it to revamp it or make it bigger. Like what 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 are your greatest dreams and hopes and expectations when you put a film into a f- film festival? They're probably going to be underwhelming. But uh really I just want people to come see it and enjoy it. I don't sure, think it's gonna, you're an artist, of I don't, course. Well, That's honestly, the main I, thing you want. I don't think it's going to go anywhere. But there, if it there does, wasn't like, a lot you know, of money in you it. know, you you hit you hit someone sees gold in it or sees gold in you because of it and wants to hire you for a project well that's always the hope is always that somebody will see it and be like well well, if he did this with no money what could he do with a palpable budget yeah Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't happen as frequently as i would have liked over the years well and (laughs) and 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 to be sure i'm sure it's hard like any other difficult to get money for movies like there are there are major directors out there that can't get money for their films it's just Oh my it's gosh, it's right insane. Now. I mean, right now there's a, there was a film that was going to be made with Cameron Diaz and Jamie Foxx. It was her Cameron Diaz big comeback. Jamie Foxx is the best. And and bottom line is is that there was not enough funding for the film and they pulled out because it was supposed to be more. Well, those guys are pretty expensive. Cameron Diaz and well, Jamie Foxx. Well, it is, but it, but again, it's one of those things where if, you know. I'm not saying they're not worth it, but they're expensive. But even in streaming now, even doing it at a at a, a lower rate, I mean, the thing that's so crazy is I think one of the last films we have seen and will see for a very long time that is at the scale of like that 1980s, 90s, like blockbuster film was the Top Gun yeah. second yeah. one. 
Maverick, yeah. Maverick. That was amazing. But again, it was all what? It was Tom Cruise and it was Scientology and it was production. It was, he, I I mean, sorry, he had supporters. There was a lot of support and you had someone who demanded, demanded that the film, I mean, it it didn't, he, he want, like so many people wanted that film to come out on streaming, like so much earlier. My poor dad, who just, who just passed away, all, he was like, I'm, I swear he was like living just to see Top Gun Maverick. Me and my mom had the joke. We're like, just let it go out on streaming. <clears throat> I haven't seen it. You haven't? You have I not seen, seen it. You're fine. Well, yeah, it makes yeah, sense. It's a good movie, though. I mean, it's I fine. loved it. I thought it was great. I saw it in the theater. There was absolutely nothing out to watch at the time. That's why it was so good. It's amazing. Nothing in the theater was that. going on at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Theaters mean, were just coming back on after COVID. People were starting to get back out. And that was like the only thing. That was part of the Unless strategy you of the to see, release, too. Yeah. The you know, bottom line is, is that no matter how much I, I'm the first one who Human will, Centipede 8 or something. I, well, I, I lo- and I do. I love art house films, but there's something so amazing about someone who can get into the blood and the the veins of like the moviegoer and it was exciting to watch it it was great music i had a good time was it the deepest film no but was it well done it was amazing and it was a beautiful right and and all of the actors learned how to i mean they all learned how to fly fly freaking jets i mean you've got it your hats have got to go off to tom cruise but that being said back to you mr tom beaver why don't you go why don't you go more the commercial like what has been your most commercial movie why don't i go the more commercial route? i i just Money, don't because nobody's giving me a million dollars or 20 you, million to make a movie because your your films are an acquired taste and i and i have to say for, for i love art house movies i do but he and i go toe to toe because i've watched a lot of his films because we've been friends since our 20s and i've watched him grow as a director how old are you guys now oh god 34. I'm 40. I'm 48. I'm 30. <laughs> We've known each other a long time. We've known each other yeah, a long they, time. There are art house movies. I mean, they are. What? What's an art house movie? What is considered an out house movie? Out art house movie. It's a it's a movie that's <laughs> that's a terrible thing to say, but it's probably true. The 65, 70% of the public is probably going to be like, "Meh." And but there's that thirty or forty percent that's like, yeah. Why are we meh, or why is the general public meh? You know, probably because they don't want to put a whole lot of thought, okay, into the movie going experience. And it's not, and it's not. There's nothing wrong with that. And it's not easily digestible. Thing like it's not easy because it's usually in metaphors. So think about music. That's the thing. You like rap, right? You like rap, right? Uh, What's rap? You like uh, you like fucking R and B. You Music? like all that. Yes, I'm a classical so, Mozart. Kind so I of want you to think fella. in terms That's of me. like art house film when you're thinking about um, when you're thinking about that genre. There are there are rappers that speak in metaphors, and there are rappers who speak just hardcore, right? So for me, I live and breathe in metaphors. So Kid Cudi makes me cry. Like, but he's he's not he's not your standard dude, right? So like, it's pretty standard. He's, he's pretty well, mainstream. He's, he's, now he's, he is because of what they made it into a club jam. No, but, he's, but if you ask, been around. He's a legend. He's, he's been around forever. He is, but if you ask anyone to talk about other parts of his album other than like what, I mean, Charles, come on. you want some? Te- you want some whiskey? <laughs> I love it. Sorry. That's all right. I just but saw you know him over saying. there looking thirsty. Have you but seen there's... Have you seen Bill Maher's thing that he does? Uh, are you a Bill Maher guy? Bill Maher. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I pay attention to him. So he does this thing now. What's it called? Uh, uh, 
that, where he goes. There's and an ice cube in this freezer. Goes into a lounge and they smoke marijuana and they drink and he's got Sean Penn and all these guys on. Like, I forget what it's called. Sure. Will you Google that, Bill Maher? That's what this reminds me of. I, I watched it recently. Bill Maher. Hotbox. Bill Maher. <laughs> when he does this thing now, where he goes into this lounge. And they smoke marijuana and they drink and they just get really real. They have like real conversations that they can't have on HBO Max. Right. <laughs> right. It's, it's called like in the room or in the. Okay. So as like a John Q. Public kind, I like I do like some art house movies. I like I'm I'm not afraid to think. Like I like thoughtful sure. movies that are kind of that you got to think about. But um, you know what? You like David Lynch. What has he done? I, that name's very familiar. What are some Twin of Twin Peaks, Blue Velvet, Wild at Heart. You're my age, right? Charles, we fixed that wall. <laughs> I I don't yeah, uh what to the wall? I'm a little younger than you. I'm forty three. Um I don't know those movies. Yeah. So what's the what's I know not. that name though. He's an art house director. So if you were gonna if you like talk to us about the weirdest like the weirdest like movie you watched. Like you're like, I liked it. But it was like, so I asked you to watch Vanilla Sky, right? Yeah, Vanilla was and you uh, did and you didn't get through it. No, I did. I watched the did? whole thing and liked it. Oh, I thought you I fell was, asleep on the first. Oh, when I first I that mm-hmm. put that on. No, no, that, <laughs> I put movies on to go to bed sometimes. And that one had it was Tom Cruise. And so I put that one to go to <laughs> bed. Was, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. I like got cool. into it, and then the next day I was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna watch this. So then yeah. I watched it. I was like, oh shit. This is one I'm gonna have to watch again. This is an interesting one. There's did you a like lot it? of shit going on. Yep. Okay, so now. In that genre of film, because that one's still pretty mainstream. I mean, it has Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz, and it's and it's a redo of another film that is with. Well, I won't even get into that. But so it's a it's a redo. It's a remake of an art house film. Okay. So my question to you is: is that what is like? I because so I know what. So what Tom can kind of talk to you in terms of gauging like where you're at in art house films. Like, what is like the weirdest films you've watched? I don't or not weirdest like like they're they're metaphorical they're a little bit out there I don't know I've seen all the uh, oh well shit this will go old school but it was one of the first ones I saw probably most art generation Mm -hmm. kids I literally yesterday bought a rare copy of that DVD kids yeah because that's out of print you can't get like that anymore I think it's it's problematic (laughs) no just because I guess the interest isn't there but it's but it's crazy to me because that movie is so relevant it's so amazingly relevant even now like yeah yeah, that's that's a total so good yeah Yeah, for sure 95 yep that's a good one all right so speaking to that and I've seen all the what's that one dude You've seen David Lynch movies. I I'm know sure. I have. I'm sure you well, And have. what's the dude that does, like, Moon? What's the heart? Uh, he does with uh, Edward Norton movies sometimes. You'll know who I'm. No, no, no. It's an art house type guy. That's a really good movie. What does he do? Like, and he did one with Bill Murray, the scuba not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking about. Um... You're talking about Wes Anderson? Yeah, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Yeah. Wes Anderson is still like he's like that rare guy that's like art house and mainstream. Yeah, like he he blends them. Okay, he's yeah. pretty popular. Wes Anderson. Yeah, he is. He's like one of the strongest directors probably working right yep. now. Yeah, I don't love his stuff, but I'll watch it. I kind of feel the same way. Okay, I like him. I think he's great. Wonderful director. Totally I feel unique, like people but that I don't love his stuff that much. Either. I feel like people that say they love him and like him are just trying to be try to sound smart. 
Oh, I like Wes Anderson films. Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't a, It's the same people that Do you know about Harold that guy? Mod. Well, let me tell you. You have to be really smart yeah. to understand what he's saying. It's funny cuz there's <laughs> definitely there's definitely like film directors that like I feel like when you mention them, I it, especially if you like a certain genre of film, people do the whole eye roll thing like, "Okay." And I remember the first time you and I had a conversation about film directors, we were like, "You told me Terrence Malick." And Terrence it's Malick the King, man. It's he, the King. He is absolutely this man. Most people hate him. <laughs> he is the king of. We're talking not a lot of dialogue, beautiful cinematic, like the picture behind you of the zebras with the fire in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, like That's his shot, Malick. It's it 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 it's very Terrence Malick. That's a custom piece I had designed just for I, me. I'm it's very nice. Sh- I noticed it immediately when I came <laughs> in. <laughs> Shout out to Braden Hopper. I love it. Zebra among horses. Zebra among horses. I actually love that though. I didn't. I actually did not notice that. I saw zebras, and that is that's the other thing that's so funny is when we talk about art house films. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I love about art house films is I just looked at that piece of art and I was like, oh, it's a bunch of zebras under a fire sky. You guys are looking. I want to take a look at it. No, now. it's a really good. So it's, it's, it's cool. You should. And that, I mean, it is. That's, it's, that's, it's a a sh- no. that's a shot I would oh, yeah. totally work and it's very all horses. hard to get. That's in the actually movie. really cool, and that's what I love about art house film it and about. Cool. What I do like about watching art house films is they don't spell out for you. This is the beginning. This is the middle or climax. And this is the end. Like the thing about your film that was so frustrating for me was I. She hated my movie. She didn't know when to climax. No, I loved it. The thing about your movie that was so frustrating. No, no, but this is the thing that I love. She's going hard on this movie. She's a real critic, this one. Because I like... I told you it was Because I like... I I actually really appreciate... What would you have changed about this movie, Sarah? What did you want him to do different? I would never have changed a thing. It's just there was a frustration in it because there's this... There wasn't a lot of talking. And what I really loved to see was that whole scene where you're on the phone and it was such nobody's a- gonna have to watch this movie if they've listened to the podcast <laughs> got the whole thing well <laughs> uh, no no one's gonna know what I it's about care. i don't care if i don't know. describe the entire movie as long as it makes people want to see it yeah <laughs> what i loved about the phone scene was it was really uh there's there's a scene in the film where he is talking um you do i leave a message you leave a message yeah. and you know those messages you know those messages you can't delete you know, and you know those nights where you're like. I don't like, do those messages. You don't, you've never done a message on you a phone like that? You don't receive them or you don't give them? Either one. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> you've never done it in your life. Never. You've no. never given the f- call that's like, I'm going to keep going. Listen to me. I will never admit it. No. no yeah, of he's course not, not telling Of course truth. not. No. I, I've but never I, been drunk and drunk dialed any. Yeah, and left the friend and told her what the hell was <laughs> going on, what I did wrong, and of course not. Gonna, please, and, he, and send a text message. Please don't listen to that. Please don't listen to that. Just delete it. I love never it. done. I've never done that. How many times do you think you've done it? Probably embarrassing. I don't know. I was just thinking. I don't think. I was thinking about John Favreau and Swingers. Remember that? That's yes. where it comes from. Oh really? I think. Yeah. That's where the the zeitgeist got presented. Remember that's the movie Swingers? No, I know it's one I'm supposed to see, but I never saw yeah. that one. He does that, and it's really gratuitous. It's a long scene. He I leaves, remember he leaves it like a hundred messages on his girlfriend. My big scene from his from Friends when Monica did it, and then she's calling back to change it, and then she accidentally changed like the voicemail or the voicemail change. Like he was on an answer machine, and she knew the code. And then she did like the choke code where she could change the outgoing 
Is Monica voicemail message? Is that Lisa Kudrow? No, no, no. no Monica's a Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. So, do you think that's? I feel like that is so much more female trait, but it's cool to see. I mean, I, I drunk I dialing. I, well, no, the the drunks drunk, male or female. Like the the outpouring of like I have vomit of the mouth. Oh, yeah. I feel like men just kind of pass out after a while, but women can keep fucking going. No, I'll vomit. You will. I'll vomit at the <laughs> yeah. mouth. Yeah. Yeah. You know that. I know you can. You well, and I yeah, have gone, that's right. We, you yeah, and I have we, gone yeah, rounds. Yeah. You, yeah, but it's funny. I I've definitely I've noticed I do it. Unfortunately, not. I do it sober, and I'm like, shut the fuck up. I mean, like the beginning of this podcast, I was like, so like. Arr! And in my head, my internal no- my internal dialogue is like, shut up. Yeah. And even when I leave messages for people, even texting now, I have never been more in my head about like a text message or a message in my life. I remember back in the day when I would bring up that rotary dial-up phone, I'd be fucking blah, 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 blah. <laughs> even on a fucking tape, I would play out that motherfucking tape like you wouldn't believe. But now, when I can even delete it, it's crazy how much I'm in my head. I'm editing? Like, you mean editing? Editing Did myself. I get that right? Did I do that right? Did I... Yeah. Did I articulate myself? And like, or, or like if you saw me on the other end of my phone now when I t- have conversations with people, that's why like, you know, you rarely pick up now. It's always on text. And there's a few people that you that's talk to. That's the point of it. Yeah. That's the point of that progression is so that people you can, can think it through. pervert communication just a little further. Yeah. Now I can decide to not answer the phone at all. Right? <laughs> and how much I like, if you saw me, if you had a camera on me while I was leaving, even just like you a message, and we've been friends for years. I know I've done it with you where I'm like on the phone, I'm like, I'm talking. And in like, if you saw a camera angled me, I'd be like, what am I saying? Like literally like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Just shut up. You know, I've never been that way. Yeah, but you- except in the last like, I don't know, your te- five years. Your texts aren't gratuitous. Well, my texts aren't, but I'm gratuitous. That's true. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, just, but, I'm just ribbing Seraphine. But don't you feel that? Like being a podcast, well, just being in performance in general, like probably in your own films. Do you ever watch your films and go, that was too I should have edited it? <laughs> yeah, like I need to edit it. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. And I like to have things unedited. You, you always but there think are times you're editing. Like, I don't edit. I don't like to edit. So, no, yeah. I just, I just. You mean like this podcast? It's just going to be It won't be edited. It's just yeah. it pretend it's live. Yeah. It's just and like. But the hard part is people's that's great. attention spans. It's like whoever's going to commit to it's going to commit to yeah. it. Yeah. And who Which isn't is going to commit to it won't. But it also, it, like like with your film, like you did a short. Think about Terrence Malick. Some of his films are like how many freaking hours long? He's They're long. never made a movie that was more than three hours. Come on. <laughs> more than three hours right but then you think about our attention spans now and everyone makes the joke of like well now what do we do instead of watching tv yeah. i mean me and lisa i mean we've talked about it i don't know how many times lisa's over here off lisa, camera i guess she's, she's off camera she's one of my we literally will make jokes about yeah, it's like so we're like what happened to us we watched tiktok for tv now so then i think about film and i think about podcasts and it's like everybody wants a blip i got a rollie that don't tiktok yeah but it is, right? Yeah, but that, that's what they did. They, they took the format and they split it back up into a serial thing, which was around in the 20s and 30s. For my yeah. hip-hop friends. It's like serial, episodic, you know, television watching. But that's nothing new. Yeah. That's super old. That's been around forever. But I don't think anybody can concentrate on a three-hour movie anymore. It drives no. them crazy. So I have a question for but you, too. But that's sad. I'm, 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 Because <laughs> three-hour movies are amazing. Yeah. 
So yeah, I you can't you can't settle down for a three hour movie, but you could watch a series, a whole series. You could watch Ozarks like a whole eight of them in a row. That's right, and that's nine. You know, whatever, however many yeah. hours. Breaking Bad, give it to me. Oh, I love Breaking Bad. Yeah. What's the last thing that you watched you like that Saul? was like a marathon where you're like, God damn, good. I watched that. It's no Breaking. You had the bad, patience for it. Uh, that thing where um, that actress played Elizabeth Holmes. Just let them talk. Let's start our own podcast. I burned yeah. through that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the thing oh, about gosh, Elizabeth what, Holmes. Gosh, I forgot that. The, uh, the uh, Amanda Seyfried played yeah. her. God, and she was amazing. I can't even think of it now. The name of the title was like The Something. Yeah. What's the last thing you watched that was like a marathon? Like you just sat through it for hours. Ooh. Or, or you participated in it for hours. Probably a poker game. That doesn't count. Participated in <laughs> participated in or i'm really just in a, both just like what, well, what i'm really you, in a tantric sex so let me tell you uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh i watch a lot of youtube stuff i think i think the last like thing i binged uh there's a show and then i caught up on it now on hulu next level chef with gordon ramsay and it's got they've got like uh the first floor second floor and third floor are all kitchens the first floor is like a shitty ass kitchen with shitty pans and shitty equipment. The second floor is like pretty decent stuff. And then the third floor is like all the dopest shit you could ever want. Everything you need. And then the platform comes down and they have like one minute. Like it'll go to the top floor first and it has like filet mignon, lobster, all like the high, all the kinds of meats from the high end to low end, and they all there's like six, five or six of them on a team. They all rush and have a minute to get what they want, mm-hmm. and then whatever's left over goes to the second floor. So like it's not as good of the quality ingredients, and then all those chefs get what's at, and then when it goes to the bottom floor where all the shitty equipment, all the shitty everything is, and then they have all the shittiest ingredients to pick from too, like ground burger, cinnamon, chi- you know, chicken, <laughs> you know, chicken strips. And and they have to make and then they judge all the dishes and your goal is to get to the top floor mm-hmm. and kick the other teams off and every week someone gets voted off. Well, it's reality. Now, are you cooking? Do you cook? It's Gordon Ramsay. I love Gordon. Do I you love cook? Gordon Ramsay. So you like Gordon? Just, do, yeah. do you yeah. like to cook? Oh yeah. All right, I love it. Does Gordon Ramsay have a something at the Harris Casino? Or there's yes. A re- mm-hmm. Somebody just Gordon Ramsay. It's actually really good. Is it? And it's one of those restaurants that you will totally more plugs not go to. You, you won't go to unless you want to gamble because you're like, oh, it's out there. It's a little too. Invite far. me. I like to gamble. It's Everybody so out there listening, slide in these DMs. And be like, yo, say you want to come gamble, throw What's some craps up? with me, spin the roulette wheel. I love me some roulette. Uh, Hit I me go up to that restaurant for sure. And uh, let's go to Gordon Ramsay Steakhouse on you. Let's do it. <laughs> Were you looking at me when you said no, that? No, whoever slides in my DMs <laughs> and wants to take me. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god! So and secession. Oh, secession. That's, secession That's, is something that I burned like, yeah. through like quickly. So I've heard good. of that, but I don't know it. Oh, it's so good. It's really good. It's really good. Really check that one out. Yeah. Season okay. four. I, I'm like, don't end it. <laughs> Why? Like all those shows I... You do. I just wanted it like... Always Sunny in Philadelphia is yeah. my show with like dirt bags. I love it. Not, no, nothing makes me laugh harder than that show. I, w- I worked on that show. You did? So, yeah. How so? I did extra work on that show. What do you mean? Background. 
cool. <laughs> I'm going to remember that. The way you said cool. That is. No one else would react. So I told him I did extra work on it. This is the it's a good so show. He, so he act, That's a great show. So he acted for a very long. He still acts, but like it's it's funny when you ask him about like what movies he's been on. And oh who he's God! Been. I, you know, I went through the vouchers recently, and I was like, "My God, I forgot I did that." And then, any all speaking that or mainly extra? I got cut out of a lot of movies, bit oh, parts. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the Screen Actors Guild, but I, you know, I did extra work for years, for like six years, five years, and I did photo double and stand-in work too. And that's insane because you're literally. What can we see you in? Is there anything we can see you? Big in? movies? Anything? Uh, well, you can see me in a lot. Uh, independent stuff. Well, you know, the st- big the stuff like I'm gonna I can go on Netflix Nothing. or Prime or Hulu or something and be like, well, there's put movie- the movie in and see you in the background. If it's just your handsome face back there smiling or something, you know, Not, nothing really. So uh, there's a movie called Soul Survivors that you see me in for a minute with Wes Bentley and Eliza Dushku. Ooh, Eliza Dushku. Mm-hmm. You're like hello, certified there. banger. You're like I Eliza remember Dushku. Faith, <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer's yeah. sidekick. I got cut out of a Clint Eastwood movie too. Which one? Which was really annoying. Uh, uh, Changeling. What's that? That's the one with Angelina exactly. Jolie. It's like the one Clint Eastwood movie that nobody knows that yeah. he did with Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. How have I not? I love both of them. How have I never heard of this? You've never seen Changeling. I've never even heard of it. It's really well. He's not. Clint Eastwood isn't in it. Oh, he, he directs directed it. Directed it. Okay. So that's why you didn't see it. Yeah. And and, and it was purely like it. And it's a period piece. You would, I and grew it's from up the 90, yeah. loving his westerns. Like I, I mean, you know, loved him. I don't trust a guy who doesn't love Clint Eastwood westerns. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. Love Clint Eastwood. I I got it to and a point where to I watch. wanted to get that poncho that he always wears. I was like, when I went to Mexico and I was like sixteen. I was looking everywhere for that poncho. I was like, I gotta have that thing. He's the coolest guy. Like to watch him direct. Yeah, it's just amazing. Like he just he plays jazz on the set, and just like. Literally, is just like snapping his fingers in between takes, listening. To, he's just the coolest. What a guy. legend! John Cusack calls him the Jazz Buddha, and that's like a perfect description of him, based on what I saw when I worked on those movies. How much longer we got with him? He's up there. You know I don't want to see that guy go. I just saw something the other day that nobody's seen him in like three or four hundred days. Something on the internet, like nobody's had any interaction with Clint Eastwood for three or four hundred days. They think he's in the hospital and he might be going down. That oh, was like that no. was like, but that's also depressing. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> really I hate depressing. to say it, but we got to get prepared yeah, because Google, Lisa. I mean, Jack Nicholson is another one. Us. Nicholson, Gene Hackman was just spotted the other day, yeah. ninety-three years old, in New Mexico. But he was like out pumping gas and getting a burger, and he looked okay to me. And Gene Hackman, oh, he's a classic. Yeah, yeah. Hoosiers, Unforgiven. Yeah, he was an Unforgiven. Yeah, yeah, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. I mean, we've lost a lot of, uh, I mean, a lot of titans. I mean, in the last couple of years where I'm like, what the heck? Yeah. I mean, like, it, God, I, I mean, like, I, I, Godfather. And some, some of them just keep going on living and yeah. like, how are they doing? How that? do you do it? <laughs> but the, the Godfather cast is starting to go down little by little. Right. I mean, it's just kind of crazy. Pacino? Pacino's still Hoo-ah! going. Yeah. Uh, well, and uh, well, and Diane Keaton's still going, but Diane Keaton. This last oh year. Oh my gosh, I saw Bruce Willis's birthday the other day, and he's got you know early that early dementia shit. It's so sad. It's like, dude, yeah. that's fucking die hard. Yeah. I hate watching Bruce Willis go down. How he's because he's like still looks 
he could look good, but he doesn't. He looks like an old, like, dude, that's not the guy. I, I can kick Bruce Willis's ass now. Right. How about that, Bruce Willis? Oh. I can kick your ass now. He could kick my ass forever, but not now. But isn't it weird? And it's sad. I want him to be able so to kick But it's so weird to look at your heroes and watch them. I mean, and again, as I revert back to your movie... <laughs> All right, I'm cutting her mic okay off. Okay, by me. Um, but seriously, what, what do you think about, like, I don't know. I mean, I, this is the first time in my life that I have I have been up front with so many things. I've, I've, always, been, I've always been cavalier this about life and death time? and all of that. But, like, now death and, like, like, I'm in that age range now where, like, people are going around me yeah. and and it's like and when i'm watching films and i'm watching art or i'm listening to music my sensitivity chip with my own mortality it's like it's pinging it's almost like a like sure. I, I, I can feel it more and it's obviously because you know and it starts to inform everything you do God, yes. In a way that it didn't when you were younger. And I yeah. used to, and didn't you like, did, don't you like give shit to your parents or like, like I do. I get, I used to give it all the time to my parents and my grandparents or, or like, like just like anyone who's like the baby boomers were like, all you do is talk about who has cancer, who's dying, who's this, who's that. And now I find myself having conversations just like with you. Yeah. I mean, you and I are like, like uh, he lost well, we his we both just lost our father, fathers. So. And he lost he lost his aunt today. Damn. No, it's tough. Well, she, technically, she's not gone yet. But she's. But they might take her up life support tomorrow too. Yeah. So. It's tough. It's tough. Shout so out like, to Aunt Sharon. Aunt Sharon, all the way. But yeah. but seriously, and then when you look at your art and what you make, you know, I I think that's why this this film bravado resonated with me a lot more. Did you get that from it? That there's a little bit of death theme. Oh yeah. Running through. I it? got that. Yeah. I mean the, the teen suicide thing's pretty obvious, right? Yeah, but I don't. I, I don't have a lot of experience with death in my life. I guess thankfully. Yeah, you're yeah. lucky. But That's I know not. when it does come, I don't know that I'm going to handle it that well. You know, when I have, I have handled it with my grandpa and grandma, but I not love them of course yeah. love them but like but they're also that's like your grandpa and grandma like yeah. all right they're, but you're they're expecting up there it. You you're expecting you're it you're not expecting it but you're certainly not surprised yeah you know what i mean but yeah so i've never i don't know i i don't want to i don't want to have to deal with it no we we yeah. <laughs> no of course not no we we actually talked about it last yeah. time we were we not were, looking forward to that it was not on mic but like we, i was talking to him about my dad and and his mom was his mom was coming in town to visit you your mom was coming to town to visit you. And it's just... Oh, I remember her. It's just, you know, when you... you it's just something... She did something, okay. You know, your mom did all right, right? <laughs> but I, like, but it I, is... I, don't ask me. It's just a weird thing. You think you think you know what you're going to feel. And I think when I was watching your movie, mm. what I what I did... You watched my movie? How did you find it? It's very hard to find... Oh. Your movie. Oh, you know, now went back to all town. All right, mine's very... Yeah, but when I was watching your movie, I really... I, what I liked was you had not only did you have the the literal death like you 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 have you have a death explained but you really paired it with a death of a marriage and then you had it almost of a of a death of a of a time period of someone's life yeah you know and it's like and then also the metaphor of you keep cutting to the Native American photos too well and this this is that There's was death a, everywhere there it's is just like you know it's like the whole culture is built on it yeah. Well, and I also think with the, what was the word again? How do you say it? Nostalgia. So that's where I'm going to go back to 
the death of like when you when it's about the earth I actually think about the death of a home yeah. of like you're living in your home that's right and it's not your home anymore that's exactly it yeah yeah ghost ghost towns ghost and, houses and, and or not like fe- not feeling welcome someplace where you think you should feel welcome yeah and you did that really well with the marriage like the, the scenes of a divorce in it that I was like those those were really like I wanted more like that's the only thing I wanted more of because your acting was well we shot that stuff remotely I was never with her that's so crazy I knew she I thought shot that, yeah, her footage that on, yeah and in she New sent York it to and then she sent it to oh, me oh very postal service you know that band yeah, the postal yeah, service yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, <laughs> very postal service I send you my like little beat and then you send me your vocals and yeah so we made, we made a movie during the pandemic called Blue Horizon, and that's how we did it. We had to shoot some, like, you know, I'm saying lines. You shoot it somewhere else. I pair that footage and edit it, and people can't tell that, you know, we weren't we were in different spots. But I got in the habit of doing that during the pandemic. It worked. I was surprised. Yeah. I was like, this works. You can do this. So we tried it again with, with yeah. uh, Bravada, yeah. Do you have a head full of ideas for new movies? Like, do you always have the next one ready to go? Uh, absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. And are you ready mm-hmm. to start another one? Are you in the process of making? Like, does that ever stop? Are you ever not making a movie? Lisa told me she was going to give me $1.5 million to fund my <laughs> next movie. So. You got that kind of cash? I was like, you're getting breast cancer. Yep. <laughs> no, I've always got a movie that I want to make. It's just you got to get your hands on the money or you got to do it like I did Bravado and just adjust things a little bit. I think it looked good. I think it's, it's it looks Thank you. quality. That's important. Like, yeah. like you did all the editing? I did everything. What, where do, are you using Adobe? Like what uh, are you using to Adobe edit? Adobe Premiere, yeah. Yeah. Adobe Premiere, yeah. That's what I edit. Yeah. And then a pretty decent camera, I suppose. Yeah, well, we shot in 4K. But not all of it. Some of the footage. Was I mean, it's not an iPhone. It's like a legit, nice. No, no, it's a DSLR four, or whatever they call that. Canon DSLR, 4K. Yeah. Yeah. Now they talk about shooting stuff in 8K now. You've probably heard about this. No, I don't have. I'm like, yeah. I was reading that the 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 I can't discern the difference. You know, I mean, it's Maybe getting ridiculous. Can't. It's getting ridiculous. It's like you watch these things, and it's like you want to feel like you know. They're coming out of the television into your fucking living room. How real do you I, I want, want that to be? I want the metaverse. That is what yeah. I want. Uh. It's like it's just a movie, man. It's just a movie. Oh, that's crazy. Or a TV show. Well, when is so the date that your your film is showing is the twenty March twenty ninth. March twenty ninth. When Fire. is that? Uh, what day? Yeah. That so it would be Wednesday, right? Oh, it's Monday. A Wednesday. Yeah. yeah and Can reason, anybody go to that? That's, see, this is the thing. They're showing it at Ward Parkway, and you've got Creed and some other major blockbuster that's playing there. Damn, John good. Wick. John Wick. The uh, new John Wick movie. There's another John Wick. Oh, I can't so wait. They, so they can't show it on the weekend. Stories about Keanu. That's for another podcast. Like, I'm not gay, but Keanu. Oh, I know. I tried. <laughs> I tried three times. It's true. Didn't he, work. he gets better as he gets older. Oh, it's he's true. so... And he's... And he's I with, like him a lot more now that he's getting older. He is. And, and he gives zero... He gives zero fucks. He yeah. really does. He's, he's uh, you know, Bill and Ted. Mm. I give zero fucks, too, but keep, people call me an asshole for that. <sighs> 
Maybe yeah, I gotta but you grow know my what, hair out. But you know what? He's like your quintessential gentleman. That's like you know what, what are is you calling it? me? Well, you, you. you are you you are a self-proclaimed oh, you, Neanderthal. You don't, you don't know that about him. Though. Shut the front door. Keanu Reeves. Keanu like, Reeves is he a might gentleman. Be a psycho in real nah, life. If you mean he's you a don't know I've that. met him three times. I try. I threw myself at my, him three times. But I also know, <laughs> and he denied it. Oh. The, the pain but anyway he but he's married or something right or has he, a he's uh, got a very serious yeah. girlfriend do you know how many hot women throw themselves at that guy of course. on a regular basis of course i watch every tiktok of a girl being like oh my god i'm with keanu he's the best guy but he is a good guy in terms of he's very generous yeah i know he gives a lot to charity when he stuff. when it when it comes to work and that's all i care about is if people like it, if their workplace and then the people around them that are good friends speak highly of them. Then, then I'm pretty much assuming they're not a dick. Yeah, oh and he's God. he's just not known I, as a dick. I, I've met so many of them, and a lot of them are. He it's, might be weird, but he's not a dick. Yeah, I yeah. shouldn't be bad mouthing people Don't, that I want to get work from. In yeah, the Keanu. Yeah. <laughs> Remember me three times. You, no, I no, love no, Keanu Reeves. I think not. he's great. Yeah. Would you ever do a movie? Like, are the movies you want to do or think about? Are they? originals like this is my idea my plot or, or are there any like movies you would like to remake or or reimagine or are there books that you would like to turn into a movie yeah lots of stuff yeah All what are that. you reading now lots of orwell oh yeah i want to do a biopic about orwell but that's gonna take quite a bit of money and some rights you gotta get you got a lot of rights issues why orwell i think i really can't get into but you can't. Why Orwell? The thing is, but you, and you can't Orwell. do it Terrence Malick style. Sorry, uh, no, not with Orwell. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. You gotta have dialogue and not Who a lot of music. Who the fuck is Terrence Malick, anyways? <laughs> we are gonna make you watch. I. We are gonna sit him down and we'll have to chain him to the chair because after like fifteen he, minutes, now we're talking he's gonna about be a like, good time. I like. This, <laughs> I, 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 I like this man, but I promise you, he's not gonna like Terrence Malick. No, movies. that's not no. the feeling I'm getting. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe the Thin Red Line. Have you seen the Thin oh, Red yeah, Line? Oh yeah, I used to. Own, I, ha, I own that movie. That's yeah. Malik. Oh, that's Malik. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm you that. own the Thin Red Line on DVD, but I have no way to watch it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't have a DVD right. player anymore. I love it. I love. Well, I, I again. That's one of his more accessible. That's just a war movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember not loving it. <laughs> but you but you own I love that he owns it though. This, this, oh god, that's so funny. I was like it could have been better. I was expecting more yeah. cuz that was at a time where a lot of movies were coming out. Like mm-hmm. war movies were coming out. I was like, oh yeah. shit. This is the bah, same like, year as Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, I was going to say same I thought you, so. And you went to the Blockbuster bin and there was 3 for 9.99 and you're like, well, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to get this movie and he didn't. Did you watch it? Of course. And I probably watched it multiple times. And you don't like it. I don't. Lo- I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say I didn't like you it. I didn't it mo- love it. I gotcha. Okay. I was like, I, 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 I think I probably went back hoping it was better than it. Because sh- you look at the cast. Yeah. From what I remember, it's got a dope cast. Yeah. I look. I haven't watched it in probably twenty something years, mm-hmm. but I, st- I remember when I did, when my yeah. remember rem- ninety eight. Like, oh, I would have saw. I know it's yeah. crazy. I was, I was like, this could have been better. My my headphones are coming off my head right now because I. I I have to breathe. 98? Yeah. You know, I'd like to come back to, if we can. Your movie? No. What (laughs) what I said earlier about art house movies are movies that are particularly enjoyed by people 
who like to put a lot of thought into what they're watching. I don't think that's necessarily true. Okay. That's a bad definition of it. Okay. I don't think that's... There's some, no, I there's think some that, cool, I like, big I movies think, that no, you got to think about. I, I yeah. Think, no, I just think they're films that are like metaphorical or kind of... A lot of them are vague and some of them are like so in your face that you're like... What they are is they're... They make you either think or they're penetrating or they're an un... They're not a... They're not commercial. There's nothing like pop culture yeah, about it. That's one definition. And they're if it's pop culture, commercial. <laughs> and if it's usually, and if commercial. there's, if it is pop culture, it's usually like an ironic, like tongue in cheek, like roll of the eye of pop right. culture. Yeah. It is. It's definitely not anything. I feel like, like a like better Natural Born Killers. Like Natural Born Killers is an art movie. Oh really? But that movie pretty much crossed over and has. First time I ever did acid was the first time I ever saw Natural Born Killers. No way. It's a great way to watch that movie. You're telling me. I've never done acid. <laughs> so I've never done acid in my life. What do you? What is acid like? Intense. Well, like, I'm on it long. now. So. <laughs> Intense and long. I dropped a few. But really? fun. How long is it for? Uh, you can you you better at least schedule at least twelve hours. Yeah. And then acid, like what? What does ha does your vision? Is it impaired? Your vision, your not, I wouldn't say impaired. I would love to like, see you on acid. That would oh be my god! But you know, <laughs> if you stare at a poster long enough, you're gonna get fucking sucked into that thing. But is it like shrooms though? No. Okay. No, it's no. It's I, I would more say intense. it's harsher. Yeah, way harsher. And it's harsh. on a tab, right? You place mm, it on your tongue. You, there's different forms and different mm. ways. There's gel tabs. There's liquid. And then there's the blotter. What did you do? The oh, blotter. Yes, I've done it all. Oh, interesting. I injected it into my scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I dropped it in my eyeballs. Oh my god! I don't know. I just feel like acid is one of those things. Had always it's a young scared. man's game. But yeah, that's, when, for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you like age overnight after you do it? No, it's just rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. It's rough on a middle aged guy. Oh uh, yeah, natural born killers. I don't know if I could watch that on acid. I think a better word would for like the art house would maybe be budget. Because yeah. I feel like when they call it art house films, they're really just budget movies. They just seem like... You mean on a limited budget? Yeah. Movies? yeah. They're not... It's not like... That's true. Most of them are, yeah. You could probably put the same story and just hire better... or Not better, but bigger named actors and actresses and maybe... Mm -hmm. And they do that CGI. And then it's like, well, that's like, you know, a big badass movie, but if it had so what's a the million dollars less movie, it'd be like an art house film. What's the difference between inde independent films and art house films? Uh, very little, I would say. Yeah. So it's just basically like the same name, you think? Pretty much, I mean... Yeah. For your next, when you do a lot of movies, and are you? He wants to do a snuff film next. No, I don't. No, also <laughs> another country. Also, no, nobody. You know, people have been talking about independent films forever, but nobody ever really makes an independent film. You know, it depends on what your definition of independent is. Like, you know, there's. A, so your your yeah, movie, if you do everything yourself. I, well, to me, then it's an independent is, film. I, I mean, I don't mean to be independence budget. Another word for independence budget, also. It's I, not an independent film. Would, if some guy you is call your own shots, hundred thousand yeah. dollars into it and wants you to cast his girlfriend. That's I'm sorry. Not an when it, when Mir I love when Miramax was like I got they were like too. arty films. <laughs> Miramax was never arty films. Yeah. They just did. They did uh -oh. unconventional. We're touching on Harvey territory. Well, but and again they <laughs> and again Harvey. I, 
Miramax. I, uh, let's just extract him out of it, even though I like <laughs> I don't I don't even want to go there because I will. This will be a five hour podcast if you get me on that. I won't. But Miramax, like they did some really cool unconventional stories. I, yeah. I loved Miramax in the beginning, and then and then I don't. Yeah. I, what's the last Miramax film that was done? I, I don't was know. That, was that the Look, last one? No. no. Can you look at? Can you can you Google? Can you Google what was Lisa the last? Lisa is our official yes. Google. Can you Google la, last? First, look up last Miramax film, and then look up if Goodwill Hunting was a Miramax film. And see if Harvey Weinstein's still getting residuals. Oh my God! Right. While in jail or wherever the fuck he is. Yeah, I'm about He's still in jail. Is he in jail still? Oh, he's. I don't know where else he would be. Done. Dead, he's, but he's, he's still alive. Really? He's alive in jail. Yeah. Did he's he catch a, COVID in there? Uh, he's catching something in there. Didn't they say he, he had like definitely a? Definitely not a hitter. He is a catcher. I'm no, sorry. he's not. He can afford to be a hitter. Are you kidding me? That man is. Have you seen him lately? He looks. You know like how much he has money he's got. Down. You think that money don't play in prison? That dude's got all the preferential treatment he, he could he get. He might be getting the Al Capone treatment. Oh, yeah. He He's got his own. So? I oh, hope not. Yeah. But he might be. Oh, He's living the best life you can live in a prison. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Come really? On. Yeah, Rose, of course. Rose McGowan goes to visit him in prison. That's terrible. I can't believe I said that. I just cut it out. Cut that. Just cut it out. <laughs> oh, my God. She would no. If they let her in, she would she would, mur- she would gut him. She'd be like, I kind of actually. I hope she does visit him <laughs> so she can slit his. Yeah, I love Rose McGowan. She's she's, she's nuts. I love her. Oh my gosh. I I love the nuts so, and I love I love her vocal again. Without a Rose McGowan, Did you, you see get, that YouTube where she's yeah, at she's, Barnes and no, Noble and she's, she's like, like I, she well, like, I I think I would be too if I were her. And you know what? I I have had my moments, and it just wasn't caught on tape. Tom, yeah. what and was you've your... had your freaking moments, naked man. Yeah, Tom. And what... you actually filmed the yourself do it. Can I ask Tom so a question? Thank you very much. Yes, what is on my podcast. <laughs> yes. What? What was what was the first movie when it hooked you? When you're like, oh my gosh, this is my passion. This is my. I love movies. I can't. This is this is my passion. Like, the Untouchables, 1987. Which one was Brian that? De Palma. The Tempest was the last Miramax. Oh yeah, the Untouchables. That sounds familiar. Robert De Niro played Al Capone. Kevin Costner, Sean Connery. I know you saw this one. Was it like a blue case, kind of dark blue and black? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Your picture in the VHS. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Untouchables. What was it about it that was like? I love. I love this. This is my jam. Everything was clicking with that movie. You had David Mamet writing the script. You had Ennio Morricone doing the score. Guy who did the old Clint Eastwood spaghetti western. Yeah. And uh, Brian De Palma directed it. Sean Connery won an Oscar for Best Sporting Actor. Wow. De Niro was Al Capone. Like, it's just, I don't know. I was 14. Wow. So when you see That's kind of a mature movie for a 14-year-old. Oh, my my, I'm just saying for you to have grasped it and gotten into it and for it to like just strike your chord. You well, know? I was just talking about this with my sister recently. She took me to see Scarface when I was nine. Oh, you know? I, so. I've got a I got a nine year old son. I could not show him Scarface. Isn't that so funny? <laughs> I, I had, I had wonderful I, parents, but they didn't have any qualms about taking me to see those movies. My, my mom never occurred to them. My that mom wouldn't me. let me see Gremlins. Really? <laughs> 
That's so funny. That's By the way, true. Charles was right. Those things are fucking scary. Good Will Hunting was a Miramax film. Yes, it was. Yep. No, I know. Yeah. He was dead on. One of my favorite that. movies, I think, is Miramax. Was, uh, or 97. At least it was a Weinstein with Rounders. Rounders. 98, Rounders. Love Good Rounders. Movie. Love That's that kind movie. of an art film. That's kind of an art okay. film. Okay. A little bit. Koppelman? Brian Koppelman? The director? Yeah. I think it was John Dahl. Maybe he's the writer? I, I think I think he's He somewhere. might have wrote it. Okay. Yeah. That's a gambling movie. That's one Poker that, movie. Yeah, oh, right. yeah. I was like, yeah, I know have, that. Have you seen The Gambler with James Caan? 1974? No. If you, you have he just to died, see, and I love James Caan. You Conn. have to see yeah. that if you're a gambling guy. Like, okay. You have he to sang to it. me. James Caan? James Caan. Uh, Seraphine, you've got a crazy-ass yeah. life. Tell like you've he had run me thrown you've off had, camera. You've had so many stories of all these uh, L.A. run-ins, Hollywood type run-ins, like, and then here you are in Kansas, Kansas City. City. I know. I, I, you're, you're the love it, of your former life was fucking. <laughs> what's his name? How does that even happen? What I, was his name? Steve from Blues Clues? Oh, my gosh. Steve. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That, that, well, yeah. Yeah. You How did, does that happen? It's called Living in New York. New York? Blues Clues was in so New, York New York show? He was in New York. And, but, I but, gotta move to but New York. Jimmy, J- but Jimmy Khan, James, Jimmy. I want to talk about Blues Clues. Blues I Clues, know you do. Blues Clues. But no, I got saying I was uh, I my I have a friend who was a you talent guys are getting manager. Me drunk now, I can tell. I but yeah, he's saying to me on a on a film set. He's saying to me, and he found out my name, and he was like, "What are you doing here?" And I was with my friend, and I lied. I was said I, I was her assistant, and the reason why we were at this film set was because Keanu Reeves was on the film oh set, God, but James Con was in the movie with Keanu Reeves, and Keanu Reeves would not even give me a side look. But James Caan was like, of course he was. Well, yeah, he's thirty years older than he was. One of Marty's clients when I worked at the law firm. Oh, uh, he was, and he likes women. Yeah, and <laughs> and he's and he's charming. I he, love. There's a my favorite TV show of all time. He was in that Vegas show, Las Vegas. Oh, that's right. I worked he on wasn't that. You many times. Are you kidding many me? Times. Oh my god! That, that listen, that, that thing, is my that favorite show of all time. <laughs> I'm not kidding me. You the can't gambler. Stop. You, no, 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 you got a new can't way find to it. hold him. That's where you, James. You yep. can't find it. And you can't Vegas. find it anymore. Oh, no way. You can't find it. It's not streamable anywhere. You can maybe find it on like eBay for or a lot of money for mm-hmm. like DVDs. And I don't have a fucking DVD player. I guess I would buy one for that. Wait, that's not on any streaming services. No, nope. Vegas. It's Wasn't done. Was it a USA and then, show? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And then they USA. there was like during the writers' strike. Yeah, yeah. They stopped. On a fucking cliffhanger of all cliffhangers, and like they just stopped, and they never brought the show back. What's gonna happen? Is the baby dead? Like, is it alive? Like, is, she, is now the, I have like, to. I what's going on with Molly? Now I've got to watch the show. Wasn't Vanessa Marcel like uh, yeah. Brian Austin Green's wife on that show? Yeah, and Josh, uh, what's his name? Josh Hamel. Do Do Hamel, whatever yeah. his name is. That's how it looks. Molly Sims, James. Oh Kahn. my gosh, that had like a lot of. Like at that time, very beautiful people. Oh my God, the most beautiful. Mm, yeah. I had a crush on all of them during that running of that He's show. Like, James Conn was my jam. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, yeah. The I, female cast. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. That show paid my rent. 
one year. How were you involved with that? I was on it constantly. Are I was, you kidding I was like me? a revolving extra on that show. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Okay, so here's my next question. Do you have access to – How can I get that? Do you have it anywhere? Do you have access to get the DVD? Well, here's the, here's the difference. Whatever, like, I, I wasn't a fan of it, so I don't – Why not? I don't have like, oh, do like, no record that of that work. I just worked on it and made money So, So were you like – when you were an extra, were you constantly – I don't constantly, know if I've ever seen an episode. Were, oh! you, const- were you constantly oh, gambling on the show? Were you just in the background like throwing – Cards yeah, down gambling. Or, I or, love or, that or, show. That was his job. A bank teller. Yeah. You got to be kidding me. A gambler. Yeah. Yeah, can you? Do you know people that know somebody that can find that? Come on. I, I've never asked a favor for anybody he, on this podcast. He, I wish I, I could help it. you. How about? I, does he look like someone he could be a stand-in for? How about a main lead? I'm not a fucking stand-in. That's the thing is you can you can make. Do you? It's a, it, you would be a great stand-in. Because Remember you earlier could, when I told you I was a stand-in in photo double, and you were like, "That's so cool." Yeah. Now he's like, "Now I'm a main actor." You're like, like I would never fucking do that. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, but it's cool for you. I love it. I there love you it. Go. I have an IMDb. He's like Google I'm me, the Brad baby. Pitt bitch. I love it. Yeah. I've never even seen. I'm that. Keanu Reeves with shorter hair and a widow's peak. <laughs> I love it. I was in a play. Really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's right. Well, R U R. Are you that that was the name of the play? I was a killer robot. Mm-hmm. Was this was this in high school or college or it was a high school play, but I was in junior high. My grandpa was the director. He was a big you want to talk about movie nerds. That guy knows everything from way back. Oh yeah. Shakespeare mm-hmm. fan. Oh, just a Play director, writer, everything, and yeah, it was a, it's called RUR. It's about like these robots that kind of take over the world, and I was like the main robot. It was cool. Yeah, so I can story. put you in something. I'd love I to. Yeah, let's go. I got the idea for you on a book I read that was like, I read a book, a Stephen King book it was the only and first Stephen King book I've ever read. I was like, this would be a great movie that a low budget independent filmmaker could easily make. It's called the long. I think I don't even remember the name. I think it's called the. Somebody, the long walk. Yeah, somebody's done it. Yeah, it's been done. Oh. Long walk. Yeah. God damn. Okay, they, of course it has. Stephen King in general makes a book and then it gets made into a movie. Yeah. I pretty much yeah. think so. The long walk is a movie. Yeah, and his short stories, mm-hmm. like this, is pretty well known in the industry. Like he charges you one dollar for the rights if it's an independent film. Oh, cool. Which is very cool. Very yeah. cool. Wow. Stephen He's King. a badass. Yeah, I love Stephen him. Stephen King's no. interesting. Damn, there goes my idea. I just got. Well, you can da- still do it. It's been mm. done before. Maybe it hasn't been done as well. I can't do it. I'm just saying. So in <laughs> terms of directors, idea. you know I love my Stanley Kubrick. Uh, by the way, I just got done seeing. He's amazing. The Shining Opera. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw you posted something. Count me that. out. <laughs> <laughs> what, what did Can't See Lyric Opera do it? Was it All that, I'm going to say is really I saw stunning? the opera. <laughs> yeah, she's speechless. She's I, I saw the opera and I sat next to the It sounds understudy. like they could fuck that up really easily. Well, let's just think about. Well, yeah, like, it's got opera in the title. Well, and, and just think about the story <laughs> and just think about like some of the things in it. Like, like, hello, honey, I'm home. Yeah, or like, like. Is that, that what they did? <laughs> That's what they fucking did with Jack Torrance. And oh, my God. Oh, would, it, um, would, it have, would it have been um, Italian? Red room, red room, <laughs> red room, red yeah. rum, red rum, red room. That's, but it was red room. That's terrible. no, it's red rum. Well, yeah, but red room because he, red room. It's red rum. 
Yeah, it's, it's spelled Red Rum. Red in the Rum movie. But who, who, yeah. whose idea was this? I mean, Appa- I saw, apparently the I first saw, one. The I first saw one, the billboard for I it. I think. I think. I don't That's know terrible. for sure because I asked people where this originated from. I think it's Minnesota. Minnesota. Will you Google that? Oh my God, Lisa! I'm so sorry. Fargo. I just like, want to make sure that I'm. Well, or else you're gonna have to. Lisa, are you ready for um, some will you tequila? Look up the Shining. We're musical gonna make an opera. Minnesota. Of the Shining. Yeah. You know, it was. It was. It was. Yeah. But I do. I, I saw that. Advertised. Anyways, let's get back to. Yes, I would love to yeah. be in your next movie. Okay. Yes. Done. And he'll direct it. Yeah, but I kind of like it. I need to, according to Wikipedia, I want to know. So, yep. We know that. Well, no, now I know it's not Minnesota. After it sold out, critically acclaimed world premiere. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't understand that. That doesn't sound like a good idea to well, me. Turning it, that, that into an but opera. I have to say, like Shelley Duvall screaming and. The Shining is an American opera in two acts and an epilogue with music composers. This is great, great podcast. Such a mess. Such a mess. So back to you. Yes. Me or the podcaster? No. Back to you. Back to you. Back to you. Back to you guys. You know, Stanley Kubrick, can I just say Give me some movies he's done because that name's very familiar. 2001 A Space Odyssey, Clockwork Orange, Doctor Strangelove, Full Metal Jacket. Oh, love me that one. I thought that would be the one. Eyes Wide Shut. I watched Clockwork Orange. I didn't, maybe I was too young when I watched Mm -hmm. it, but I didn't. Clockwork Orange is a lot. Everybody talked about it was so great. And I was like, all right. But I was young when I watched it. Yeah. 18 or something. I was watching A Clockwork Orange recently because mm-hmm. it's at the top of the Netflix queue. I guess young people are like discovering it. Mm-hmm. But it's, I was playing this game. I was stoned out of my mind. Mm-hmm. How dare I, you? I know. And I was playing this game of like, I'm going to guess what the next shot's going to be, where he's going to put the camera. And the interesting thing about Stanley Kubrick is you can never do that. Where he puts the camera is someplace you would never think to put the camera. Like it's some crazy angle and you're just like, wow, I would have never dreamed of putting the camera there for that perspective. And he does it and it works. It works brilliantly. Like, yeah, I just got done watching geek out film talk. Me too. I I just watched him and he's amazing. I just watched Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman do all their press for Eyes Wide Shut after he died. And that shit is weird because they get a divorce right after it. And so Vanilla Sky actually so Vanilla Sky is when so he had divorced Nicole Kidman and started his affair with Penelope Cruz. Oh, she's Whoa. so hot. Yeah. That no, that that <laughs> happened. That happened. No, okay. That's what happened. That's how they broke up. He cheated on Nicole. I don't know if he cheated on it's Scientology and she's Catholicism and she came from a very heavy like think so you know how Scientology is it's it's heavy, it's big, he's immersed in it. Nicole Kidman's family like when it comes to Catholicism, archdiocese, like her dad was some big kind of culty Catholic person. She's marrying a Scientologist. There, it's called you know conflict of interest. But yeah, it's interesting to watch them um, talk. That's it, and and then talk about Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, and it's considered his masterpiece because it's all about the Illuminati. It's an incredible movie. I, I love that movie. Yep. 
he's got good stuff. And every The Shining's movie, one of my he favorites. He only made 12 movies, and every one of them is amazing, except his first one, which he disowned. Like, it's called Fear and Desire. Yeah. He's Oof. like, I don't want people to see this movie. He's no. a piece of shit. Tom, what's your, top, what's your top five movies you would recommend people? Oh, my gosh. How about let's n- narrow it down? It's a Just, wonderful question, and yeah. it's an awful question right. at the same time. Just uh, not that are the top five or the top, just like off the top of your head because you'll always forget about things. But just like top five movies off the top of your head, people need to see Porky's. Oh wow! No, just kidding. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I don't even god. know why that came into my head. Uh, Raging Bull would be oh. towards the top. Raging Bull. De Niro, De Niro playing the boxer. Black and white. Black and white. Lost a lot of weight for that or something yeah. like that. Like, went through one of the big transformation for that one, right? Yeah. yeah. On the line with Lance Bass, you were in that film. Yeah. Why do we have to talk <laughs> about that? Why do you always have to bring that up? <laughs> Some stupid sync movie that I... You actually see me in that movie, yes. too. Yeah. He was in On the Line, Lance Bass, Anyways, Chris Kirkpatrick. Before surfing derailed the train <laughs> like That may be the only time in the history of humanity that Raging Bull and On the Line will be mentioned that close together. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy. What's wrong with you? Give me your um, other four. Raging Bull. Oh, it's so tough, man. It's just I, off the top of your head. Don't go, you uh, know. Off yeah. the top of my head, Raging Bull, probably uh, The Tree of Life, Malick movie. Um, let's throw a comedy in there. 1941. You ever see that? Get more up on that mic. Spielberg. 1941. Spielberg made a bomb in 1979 that I think is a masterpiece. It's okay. About, it's about a bunch of people mobilizing during World War II. Okay. It's got John Belushi and a bunch of crazy people. Oh, shit. That's a comedy? That's a comedy. Oh, boy. I did not it's see that so one. It's good. It's like the best movie Spielberg <laughs> yeah. has ever made. Um, what else? Uh, it's romance. A, a romance? Mm-hmm. No, they can be anything. Top five. Straight I'm not. Up. I'm just trying to get him to answer. Don't hijack paper. my question. Oh, I just, last <laughs> night I just watched it again. Last Tango in Paris. That's one of my favorite movies. Of all okay. Time too. 1972, Marlon Brando, Maria Schneider. Um, it's such a hard question. It's so daunting because there's like 40 movies that, I, are, that sure. are my favorite movies. Um, what have we talked about recently? Didn't I tell you? Re- didn't somebody ask me this when we went out to dinner one <laughs> night? We were talking about. It's our not the most movies. original question. I understand. No, no, no. It's a great question, but it's tough. Yeah. For a film lover. Right. From a movie lover. Do you have a musical film? Oh, gross! Those don't exist. No, not a music. Not a musical, as in like musical. I'm talking like like like. You mean like heavy, or No, I like hate like musicals. a Cameron Crowe film. Hate like them. you know, like 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 heavy hate music, them. like your movie. Your movie's got a lot of music in the background. Thank you. So like music that like kind of Who rules. Like this in real life? Oh yes. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I know. Jesus. What's that Ryan? What's that handsome Ryan? Go- is it Ryan Gosling? Ryan Gosling. Yeah. What's the Broadway? What was the one that he did? That's uh. <laughs> oh God, that. Yeah, we we. He I, was in a musical. Ryan yeah. Gosling. La La Land. La La, 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 La Land. Yeah, no, I hated. No, that, that was terrible. I hated it. That movie was terrible. Oh, they're that, all terrible. No, I was talking about like music. No, I was just talking about like music being the the background to it. Yeah. I love Bob's Burgers, but when you do music, yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. Scorsese. All the Scorsese movies are wonderful. There you go. Goodfellas. So he answered your question. 
Casino and Goodfellas. Yeah, there we go. Casino. Love me some Casino. Yeah, Kundun. Goodfellas, of course. Um, Actually, I interviewed Spike Lee once. There was a Spike Lee movie on. Do the right thing. I was just about to say, do the right thing is about as good as a movie gets. So rewind, you you interviewed him for what? I interviewed him for Film Slate magazine years ago. It was a roundtable interview. There was like five of us, and we had like an hour and a half with Spike Lee. Oh, cool. That was super cool, yeah. Did he impress you? Were you like, oh, wow, this dude's got like a cool no, aura no, about it, him? Or He did not like me. Well, I could tell. I, he well, did not like me. Probably, You probably should have had that. You knew that was coming. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure why he didn't like me. <laughs> but he did not seem to like me. And I was, oddly enough, like I was the only uh, pale white human being at the table. That yeah. was like, Spike, tell I me about. I was the only one. Yeah. And, and I got to be honest. He was kind of like, you last. Yeah. <laughs> you last. Everybody else before you. But, I, you know, I love Spike Lee. I think he's amazing. Do the right thing is amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Seraphine, give me your give me five movies you think people need to see. She likes Porky's. Porky's is definitely number one. And The Breakfast Club. No. I, oh, a Breakfast Club is definitely Can in I there. Can I pee? Yes, go pee. Uh, no. Go I pee. I said no. <laughs> go pee. <laughs> I love it. No, I'd say Breakfast Club. I'd say um I actually really I really like Vanilla Sky. I like the original one. Um that was an amount of our film. And then I would say, um, what else do I like? Oh, I love The Shining. I lo- like anything that has to do with Kubrick. I'm a big fan. Um Stephen King hated the movie The Shining. I know. I know. I I, I yeah. I I yeah. There and I actually I actually understand quite a bit about your art being like seen, like when you see someone in, translate your art, it's kind of tough. But yeah, I would say those those are like three of the top ones. And then, I don't know, I've got so many. It's like a tough question to ask and they're always ever changing. Right. Always <clears throat> ever changing. But yeah. those, those are like definitely like the three that come to mind. I said five, lady. I know five. Give me two um, more. I would have to say... Um, Comedy? What's a great comedy? Do, a, you, do you like comedies? Oh, I love comedy. Give me a good comedy. I think, I don't know, I'm a, I'm a weird person for comedy because I like, I actually like more like short skit, like short form comedy because I feel like. Like Chappelle's show or something? Yeah. Or like, again, some SNL skits are amazing. There's a really cool Australian guy who's got, um, his name is, God, what does he do? He does a, he did a thing called the Lunatics. Um, that's on uh, the Saint Netflix, Lunatics? but it's not. It, but the thing is, it's, it's like one of the, it, no. It's his name's Chris. Chris. I gotta something. drop a few, Charles. I gotta drop a few. Yeah, I love it. Nah, and um, I don't know. I'm trying to think what else. I've I've just there's again too many of them. There's My brain's too many like, of them, but you can't come up with. Only three? Well, you know what? Uh, there's sentimental ones. Like my, like the reason why I left Top Gun is my dad loved Air Force, and every time I hear the music and like, like see the visuals, and I, I, I am, I'm, I'm a, I'm a nerd for sentimentality. So a lot of the, the movies I like are very romantic and corny. Um, That's and then, okay. But then I also love really weird, like trippy films because I love David Lynch. Okay. So yeah, I, I could, yeah, we could talk about that for hours. Tremendous amount of respect for editors. But I have to and say. He ain't editing shit. No. I love it. <laughs> it's going to be two no, hours. No one's editing shit. 
This is this straight is, up. This, this pod, podcast is longer than your film. Yeah, I'd well, say so by now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Do you guys sure. need to be done? We can wrap this oh, no, bitch no, no. up. We can, we can totally wrap it up. So if you were going to kind of close it up, I would ask you, uh, these are these are the last questions I would have for you that are Is it because short. I took a bathroom break that we're wrapping no. everything up? Did no, we, we can I keep going. Let's keep going. Deal. All right, so just a number one. Uh, when you're in the bathroom, do you look at your phone or you just get it done? Or do you pick up a magazine? Wait, wait, hold on. Up? Ask the I'm question just, again. Ask the question if again. If you're in the bathroom, do you pick up a magazine? Do you have a phone? Do you just get it in, go in, out? Are you someone who sits and ponders first of life. all out of left field which act- second of all <laughs> i love it <laughs> am, am i am i defecating or am i urinating you're defecating. I, no, no, you better not I, be I, holding I up a magazine while you're pissing is, like the thing is i have some manners i'm not Aren't i'm not you gonna glad talk you about stuck around lisa i i'm, I'm just like <laughs> lisa are you still working on the same hams it's a, it's a pretty long it's would a you long- like some tequila or whiskey no. Yeah, she's like, I'm I, good. I'm good. I asked earlier. I just had. I'm just trying to be a good host. <laughs> I, don't, I don't play with my phone in the bathroom. You don't? No, I do my stuff and leave. Why? That's very, very good. Very good. I figure there's plenty of people oh, God, doing it. I, I got vodka. Need, I don't need to do it. <laughs> there's All plenty right. of people doing it already. I got wine that Seraphine brought. I'll give you as much as uh, you want. <laughs> IBS. I can't have that one. IBS. Oh. Do you have any? <laughs> No, oh, that you can't have wine. How do we get on? I had a great. I have a great. Oh, I think we're talking about alcohol. I have a great podcast with someone that has IBS. IBS. Cheers. She has a a one woman (laughs) show that she's taken to the. Seems to be the order. Oh, what's the Scotland Edinburgh Edinburgh Fest? She does a one woman show on her IBS. It's 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 called Oops. Uh, No, sorry. Oops, I did it again. Poops, I did it again. Oops, I did. Oh, you talking about Esby? Yeah, Esby. Yeah, Slutterbell. Really? The Every Fairy, yeah. She's an actress. Does, yeah. Oh, you know her? No, no, no. But if she's doing something at the Edinburgh Festival, yeah, she's, I old, she she's would, an actress. She would do... I know Charles here is an actor. Yeah? I know a, I know a local director, uh, Jackie Terry. We'll have to exchange, shout out to exchange info before I leave. Yeah. Shout out to Jackie Terry. He's yeah. a black independent director makes a lot of hood movies that he calls them casey hood, hood films what's his name uh, jackie, jackie terry. terry has he got stuff on vimeo yeah. oh yeah uh, check, he's got shit on youtube that's awesome yeah yeah that's had some actor i don't know i mean i guess some i don't have a ton of connections but you know i guess some people it's really hard Are you out of here Lisa, thank you for your Googling skills. I'll see you guys later. Appreciate it. Hope you have a good night. Drive safe. Thank you. Bye-bye. She didn't even say goodbye to me. She ignored me. Bye. Bye, Lisa. I love it. How rude. She does that. How rude. That's kind of a thing I've noticed. I said, hey, have a good night. Hope you drive safe. Well, wait a second. She just said, who the fuck are you? You might have scared her a little bit. What were you guys yelling about a minute ago? No, we're talking about we were we were talking about how much we liked. <laughs> Her and I Breaking were talking, Bad. and I saw you going. Whoa, whoa. Oh yeah, yeah. And I was no. like, "What happened?" Our hate, our both, our mutual hate for musicals. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. No, she's we like, both hate musicals. She's and, like, and we both. Uh, what was the thing we? And we both like Breaking Bad. Should I get back to her kiddo? No, I. Yeah. I'm not saying it's anything. I was just saying she didn't say goodbye to me when I said goodbye to her. She was like, "Did we pe- solve the problems of the universe?" I mean, I mean almost. isn't that why we got together? That's why we I did. got that's why I invited you. <laughs> so think of something, Tom. Quick. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go on, Tom. 
<laughs> Solve the universe. Yeah. Oh, I don't. What know happens this. when we die? I don't have the solutions. I don't either. I don't. What's your next but movie I'm project? Inter- I'm interested in trying to figure it out. Um, probably the Charlie Parker thing. I mean, that's what we're working on right now. Oh, yeah. really? That's cool. Charlie Parker documentary. I have interviews with his uh, stepdaughter, but I'm trying to get more funding and trying. To, I can't do that the way I did that thing you watched. No, it's not going to work. So, no, it's not. It's mind. not. Is it going to be a movie or a documentary? Documentary. Th- this is bigger. I want to get this on Netflix or oh, shit. Hulu or something. So I'm trying to get some. What's that process? How does that process differ than the project you just did with Bravado? Well, the thing I just did. I didn't have to rely on anyone else. <laughs> well, and the other thing I too right, is, get, and, and the other I didn't thing, have to ask for money or. And go it's get a documentary. I mean, you're. you're but I mean, like, the process of, with opposed to this, just putting it on Vimeo and put into film festivals. What is the process going to be of getting a, a project like this onto a Netflix type thing? Like, what's going to separate and the, be the difference between the two? Types of films, like as far as I think, what he's uh, what he's asking is with a short film, mm. like versus like if you were going to try to get the film you just did, On that's Netflix, a thirty like a short form because there's short it form. Be, it wouldn't it would, happen. Yeah. It wouldn't be possible yeah. because it wouldn't it wouldn't make it past whatever their barometers are. But uh, it's not necessarily the production value. No, it's the okay. length. And I think a documentary would be easier because people don't aren't expecting huge production value out of something like that. Yeah. Well, there's like there's a bunch of documentaries right now about jazz musicians mm-hmm. all over streaming services, but there's not one about Charlie Parker, and it's really weird. It's kind of baffling. Why do you think that is? I don't know. I don't know. And then the people I've talked to who know way more about jazz and are, you know, 18th and Vine, like they don't know the answer to that either. well and you've also had exchanges with actors who are like invested in his story mm-hmm. i'm surprised that they because Though i tried to get a hold of don don, don cheadle don right cheadle, yeah he's a can't don, yeah you know i know he's a kansas city yeah guy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hotel rwanda yep yeah that's an art movie yeah. you saw yeah. that movie oh i see a lot of movies that's Tom. an art house movie. i see a lot of movies yeah i thought you said earlier you weren't a movie guy not, so, I've seen a lot of movies, but you told lately, me that earlier. And I was no, like, no, you're okay, right. I'm not going to bombard him. No, with no, movie you stuff. are right. Lately, I am. Um, no, I still like movies, but like shows and things. I, I'm a big YouTube guy. Yeah. But I still watch a lot of movies. I, I love. I do love movies. I fucking love movies. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, Super Troopers, one of my favorite movies. I love it. Big Lebowski, one of my favorite movies. Fight Club. Um, there you go. The Fight Dark Knight. Caddyshack. Porky's? <laughs> no, Porky's just no, Porky's just isn't good. Oh, come on. It doesn't age well. <laughs> it doesn't age well it at all. It definitely doesn't age well. And I don't even mean with like <laughs> the rape type Peep, peeping <laughs> on women in the show. Yeah, like I don't even mean that. Just like the jokes, just they none of it have, ages have you, well. Have you seen that stupid ass movie? Porky? <clears throat> Porky's? Porky's. Porky's. No, it's like nineteen eighty four. Hey, I think it's before that. I think that's like a seventies movie. No. It's damn near close, man. That's an old fucking movie. It's pretty ancient. It's awful, too. Yeah. I, I don't know why the fuck I've been talking about it. Uh, everybody. <laughs> I was close. Yeah, that was a couple years before I was born. 81? 81. Porky's, really? I knew, I knew it was close to that. Um, so I have kids, so I try to watch what I can watch with them. And everyone's been talking about the Lego movie, how yeah. great that is. I watched that with them last weekend. Now, now they're making a Beanie Babies It's just movie. The Matrix. No, not 
The Lego Movie is just the Matrix. For it just the other day, the, the Beanie, Beanie Baby? Babies movie. Zach Galifianakis is in it. I love uh, Zach Galifianakis. <clears throat> a Beanie Baby movie? How? Yeah. Nobody? Does anybody outside of our generation know what a Beanie Baby is? I. Yeah, that's. I, I have no idea why they're making the movie. And what does that even mean? It sounds like an animated movie it or might, a documentary. It, I don't know what it is, uh, to be honest with you. So how do you? They don't tell me much when I audition for these things. How do you go about an audition? Lately, via Zoom. But like, how do you like? Can things. anybody audition, or because you've been in the game so long, can they it? just ask you, or, or you just know the? Well, I have the an road. agent. In, oh, in shit. Dallas that gets me yeah the audition okay yeah and you audition on Zoom mostly lately I auditioned in Chicago recently but that was for a commercial that paid a lot You're con- yeah oh nice <laughs> yeah that's where to go huh? I was like that pays a lot I'm gonna drive to Chicago and audition for that it's worth it what, what is it what is the audition life like it's gotta be it's very terrible. hard it's terrible not fun at all. It's the worst fucking thing in the world, yeah. Because you're, you're always getting rejected? Well, the best case scenario is somebody casts you or knows they already want you, but auditioning, any actor will tell you it's like the worst thing in the world. It's not that it's that nerve-wracking or painful. It's just that you go into a room and you're waiting for somebody to tell you, mm-hmm. yes, I'm... You, you'll do, you know, and it's it's the, that's the worst position in the world to be in, you know? It's and like, it, uh, so for... S- not someone like you, but you specifically, when you're going to different auditions, again, are are you hoping and dreaming of like, I hope someone sees this in me, sees something in me to where I can have like a lead role? Not not anymore. Not no. not at this age. Not at, no. at this age, what do you mean I've, at this age? I've, That's so. You're not. That, there's plenty of well, roles for well, a leading I, man. Again, the the I'm 48. <clears throat> what I think is. I just hope I get the job if the part is right. And that's the end of it. So are no, you, none of that stuff comes into play like it did in my 20s and 30s. Yeah. Well, I, okay, is it because you've been rejected so many times as not being that, that you're like, all right, it's never going to happen? I would. That is definitely a factor. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I guess yeah. it would be. It's got to be hard. Well, that's happened a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, for so many t- years. It's a, just a true test of how much you love what you do. I mean, I think that's the thing that's the You hard. love acting? I do. I mean, come on. I do. I really do love it. Yeah. Acting. What's your favorite? I can only do certain things, though. I don't have any illusions about what I can play. Like okay. it has to be certain things. What's like, your thing? What's your? I, I what mean, like I, when you, when you I see an audition, that. like what kind of roles do you see yourself doing? Like what is like this is Tom Beaver. Yeah, I've got know, if this. It's a, if it's a tall, you know, tall guy, not too crazy, like deep voice, you know, certain. Mad Men. I auditioned for Mad Men. I was called back several times for Mad Men. But, like, I, I read the other day that Joaquin Phoenix is playing Napoleon. Like, I know I couldn't do that. That's not, you know, it's like you're not going to – or Elvis, the kid that got all the uh, attention you for Elvis. You can't probably do Elvis. I could see you doing a Napoleon. No, Napoleon's, Napoleon's like, short. He's like this big. He's tiny. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. That's a miss. That's a, a miss. No. Oh, come on. He was short. Sure. No, what, no, was he, no, six no, foot no, five? No. For the time, <laughs> no. Listen to me. I do know this. For the time, he was Nigerian, he uh, he no, but he was a Frenchman. For the, <laughs> for the time and for where he was from, he was taller than average. But he surrounded himself with bigger well, people. That's, that's true. 
That's so true. he surrounds himself. So I've people that think too. that he was a lot smaller than he was because he surrounded himself with bigger so people. He, but he was an above average. He so was like 5'10". He, he was like. He was pretty short. He was Tom yeah. Cruise, but not Danny five DeVito. Ten. I'm 5'10". I'm slightly <laughs> above average. I'm not a short dude. I don't think of myself as You don't as think short. he was Tom Cruise, like 5'7"? No, he wasn't say, Danny DeVito. Can we find out exactly how he tall was not Napoleon a, was? He was not That's a liked man. I don't know if he was ever measured. I believe he was like 5'10". And he surrounded himself with like six feet, six foot and above people, and he was taller than average for that time period especially. And that was a long time ago. Do you know what the average size American was during the Civil War? I know, it's crazy. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I just it's like 5'6 to 5'8, 150 yeah. pounds or some shit like that. I just read the other day that Beethoven was 5'3". That's crazy. Oh, my that's God. A that's a midget. That's <laughs> like a midget man. <laughs> Beethoven. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, so, yeah, that's... Don't talk too much shit on Napoleon. Oh, so, I, have, I got no problems with Napoleon. But I, can I, see I never you, met so him. I'm saying you could be a Napoleon for sure. Oh, I don't think <laughs> so. I don't, th- I don't think. <laughs> I don't think so. Really? Yeah. No. Um, nah. And here's where I could see you being. I think here, either, I one, either one of you <laughs> would make a better Napoleon than me. <laughs> and I could see you also doing like a, a science fiction type, like a type cast with like maybe three or four. <laughs> Three or four people in, in the cast. I better have another. And you're in a what? submarine. You want some tequila? I better, or I better have one more drink. What do you yeah. want? Yeah. Teque- tequila or whiskey? Yeah. I'll have a little bit of whiskey. All right. Uh, just a or you can have wine if you want. Can you have it neat? Oh, you don't like red wine. Sorry. Wine. Neat. I got gotcha. you. Neat. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not a big fan of red wine. You want um, some? Yes. But no, you I can, can see you like doing some kind of like. I'm not gonna be drinking all those. You can. Yeah. Guess up. I like, would, yeah, yeah. You want some? A little will splash yeah, more. I'll fill, uh, you're like, no, I'm good. But that's good. All right. Thanks, bud. I like that you enjoy it. Tom, I can see you in like a outer space movie, like in a space suit, <laughs> science fiction type thing. I love it. This like, like uh, what was the Matt Damon one? Let's science <laughs> the shit out oh, of this. Oh, yeah. Astronaut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Astronaut. The Martian. Or the Martian, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. You have it. The Martian. You got the book. I got the book. Andy Weir. So, Tom, if you if you could, if all the movies encompass that you've seen in your life, if that if there was a role that you wish you could have played, that's a really hard question too. Because it's already been played. Like you think you could do it better? It's funny. No, what like, would you like, like to play? I just I watch movies all the time, and I'm like, damn, that would have been a really cool movie to shoot. Well, you want to be Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> she is Napoleon. Remember, remember, remember. There will be blood. We all know yes. who Seraphine. Would I would have loved to play that part. I oh, loved it. now that I, I can mean, of totally course you n- wouldn't have done it as well. But I mean, it's oh, Daniel, Daniel Day, Day Lewis, Lewis is kind of hard to like. But, but also, there will be blood. I loved it. Oh, oh, one of the greatest movies ever. You will drink my milkshake. Yeah, <laughs> you're a bastard in a basket. Bastard in a, a basket. bastard in a basket. Yeah, great, Sarah. We all know everybody. Uh, we know what Seraphine would be. What would I be? Fucking Tomb Raider. You're Tomb Lara Ra- Croft. Nice. I could, I could see my. I, yeah. She'll approve of that. I, think. I, I would definitely. Oh, yeah. I could slide into some Angelina Jolie. Now, if I could, if I could literally do like when I think of thing is about women, is like now Tell they're me. Fi- they're finally getting into acting roles that I'm like, yes, this is like gritty, amazing stuff. What are you talking about? Well, they've been doing a, that forever. Sigourney Weaver, a, Alien. Yeah, but that's fattest still, bitch ever. This yeah. is interesting. We should talk about this. Yeah. 
If you don't mind, it's your podcast. I don't mind at all. Yeah. It's not my podcast. It's our podcast. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, women are kind of upset about, like, roles and not getting good roles. But I was thinking that same thing. Women all are upset. Life, women are upset about everything. Oh, what what female role are you fantasizing about playing? Jessica Lange, Meryl Streep. I, I was thinking about all these wonderful actresses that have played Dorothy. wonderful roles through the years. And I'm like, what do they mean when they say they, they want more? Is it that they want? Is it that they want to not be seen through the male gaze while they're playing these roles? Is that it? Well, I let's let's just because Meryl Streep talks about this all yeah, the time. Yeah, and I'm like, what do you mean? You got you're t- Meryl Streep. Here's what you, you won fifty Oscars, and you're a wonderful Tom, actress. Tom, here's what you got to take. And I don't understand is, what is, she's it, talking. You know about. what it is? It's about age. No, you know what it it's is about, about. It's about age of being typecast. You're either the ingenue, the beautiful young thing that people like. Oh my gosh, she's too young, but she's so growing into her bosom. Oh, that's that or new chick right now. Or Ortega. Yeah. Wednesday. Oh yeah. Wednesday. Wednesday Adams. What's her name? Something right. Ortega. Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Jenna, Jenna Ortega. Ortega. That's and then the new. and then you've got so that you've got that. She's then incre- then you have. I love her. I think she's incredible. Then you have your yeah like and these are traditional old roles. We're starting to unravel and get more gritty roles. But before it was the ingenue, then it was like the the sexy romantic lead or like the the girl coming into her own. She doesn't know she's so smart, but she doesn't know her potential. And then it's like the mom, and then it is sure. or it, the then mistress, it, the, or the or, activist yeah, yeah. that you get the activist role, um, and then you get. What? Yeah, the you or the martyr. You can be a martyr, an activist, but a they mother. Did, but they did all those things, and they did you them like how it very just well. The lights like that. I saw that. It's getting oh, it's kind of feeling a little bit. To, now let's change things well, up. Well, now you need that's to watch what I'm saying is now thing. things have it's changed. Good. He does this. Like, they have so. You guys, I just yeah, cha- I just changed. I agree with you. I just changed the lighting in here to set the mood. mood. Tom, who would you like to fuck in Hollywood? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sean I'm Penn. just kidding. Sean Penn. Oh, I know. <laughs> Actually, fun fact. I do love fun Sean fact. Penn, but I don't want to have sex fun with Fun fact. He's crazy. I still have, I borrowed so so a good. biography in my 20s from him that Sean Penn and I still have the book. Really? Yep. Still have it. When was the last can time I have you it read back? it? You, you can. <laughs> I, I got to find it in my box somewhere. I've got like boxes of books, but it's so funny. I have your Sean Penn biography. That is hilarious that you said you want to fuck Sean Penn. I was just joking. I don't so, want to. No, he doesn't want to. We don't know. Seraphine, <laughs> you, were you into acting? Like, was that your passion too? I, I did, but I had a family who. Mm-mm. How did you get into that? Like, was there. A, okay, I asked him earlier. Let me ask you. Was there a movie at a certain point in your life that triggered you that just turned that switch on to like, I am, I love this. This is my passion. I want to be an actress. I want to star in something. Oh my gosh. I think ever since I was a little kid, I mean, God, I watched the Goonies. I still watch the Goonies like a million times over. I mean, for me, it was, it was Steven Spielberg. It was Drew Barrymore, E.T. Like as a kid, I just wanted. I hate that movie. That's a pretty good movie actually. E.T.? Yeah. Have you watched it as an adult? I know. Like now? Yeah. Oh, I watched it when it first came out. Whatever. I was like eight, nine, ten, whatever. I don't, I don't like Spielberg, and but I, I didn't like, like that it. movie. That yeah. movie's great. I don't know. I just, for me, like uh, my whole childhood, I, like magic happened on the movie screen. Like Jennifer Connelly, Labyrinth. 
I could go through like all like the Star Wars films. I mean, I could go into Indiana Jones. I mean, I the the reason why like I big Harrison Ford fan, huh? No, actually, I'm a good sh- I'm a big short round fan. Like when I when I indie indie like like that that child innocence. Like he just I was won an Oscar. Well, and that was really it was sweet. I don't know if he deserved the Oscar for it. I Damn. think he was really Shots good for fired. it. He won and he's it. good. He, he's he good. won it because he was Asian. I, I think that there is shots fired again. I, I think big shots. There's a, there. Yeah, those <laughs> but it's are true. I mean, he was wonderful in the movie, but what I don't movie know. Was it everything? Everything. Uh, everywhere. Uh, all, all at once. once. Yeah. Oh, he was the dad. And again, g- great performance. But again, and the thing yeah, is, what I don't dad. like about the award shows is what it's all. <laughs> he barely was in that that movie. That movie was no. not. He was barely in well, that. He, thing. Well, he won sporting actor, but it was yeah, okay. Yeah, he was I mean, barely in it. There was so many good supporting. And again, I think he is. I think it's great that he had a renaissance. I I I think it's great that he. I hope he gets more roles. I just feel like he's he had his. What's going to break my heart is is he gets this supporting actor role and what happens is we're never going to see him again of course well, not. you know he had no career for years we haven't seen him since but it's like the whale nothing it's like the whale the 80s or brendan 90s. i mean I, I hate to say it i my i don't want to predict it we I saw don't. brendan at this journey this under the earth or whatever that was brendan frazier yeah i mean wasn't he in that i don't know my i know he was in the mummy yeah, my yeah, my, I know that. my the problem with with all the political correctness now is that we're can we now, talk about that? We can. We I can. want to talk about that. Let's talk about it. Can we talk about that? We're going to talk about what's politically incorrect here. You're the maestro. Here. Yep. Yeah, of course. We get into what we... Like I said, me and her got into transgenders and we sports. Did. And who and ultimately ended up being correct with their opinion. You Well, at the end me, of the day, it came Tom, out... Me, Tom. Me. <laughs> me. This and was I, way before that Leah Thomas chick. Right. I will, I will, I will say with the Hollywood game though. The Oscars was, a, it, yeah, not to cut you off, but it's like it's crazy. This year yeah. it was like, it was like showing. People, I went to a movie instead of work. watching the movie. Instead of watching the Oscars, I went to a movie. Yeah, that's actually a good choice. I, I a lot I, of people don't watch the Oscars anymore because of what we're talking about right? because yeah. it's gotten so insane. Well, and again, it's 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 also Kate Blanchett should have won Best Actress. She was amazing. Period. She was so good, but she didn't, and she knew why she didn't. She did totally you see did. the look on her face totally. when the camera was on her? But I will, I will say this. I will you say, Oscars? yeah. Did you watch him? Yeah. Yeah. Oh what God, Jamie Lee Curtis should not. Oh. No. Oh, I saw. I mean, nobody she did. Went, nobody I mean, saw that about, movie. What movie about, was it? The movie, the the one best actress, everything, well, everywhere, everywhere, all at once. once. Oh, I saw. I, I thought mean, a lot of people saw it. I saw yeah. it. And I mean, it was it I was mean, just it was it was interesting to see all, like the supporting actress realm was hard for me to watch because again, Jamie Lee's great. I got it. She 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 fit the the old woman category. And this is the thing: is everybody got categories. In? She was in that everything. Yeah. Ever no, she wants. what? Yeah, yeah. And I don't. And I don't like it. Jamie that Lee now, Curtis was in that now, movie. This is the thing: it's political. Who was she in that movie? I didn't see it. She she was the tax person. She was the tax person. She must have barely been in that one too. No, I, she would. No, she was in it quite a bit. It was the mom and the daughter that whole movie. It was, but she was she was in it. She had a few fight scenes in I her didn't see it. her. She was the tax preparer. 
Okay. But I actually shouldn't say shit about that movie because I did not see it. So I don't it, know how good what's no, it was, it was, was good. It, the it, best actress. You're supposed to eat a bunch of mushrooms and watch it. Right? I think the tough thing is is that, it, it, and I, I hate that we now have categories. I we think have, I'd be harsher on it if I did that. You're supposed to. It's supposed I know, to, that's what I heard. Yeah, it's uh, that type of movie. The thing that, it's like Mommy in the Matrix, right? Yeah. Well, the what? whole... Uh, you, Molly in the Matrix. I, Mommy, I, I can't. I can't. Uh, no, it's it's What's a that? lot. It, it's actually a really good film. It is a really good film, but it's also visually, and what's like, Mommy in the Matrix? That's what I the thought. It's essentially that was my understanding of the crux of everything, yeah. everywhere, all at once. Mother <sighs> in the Matrix, like Neo, sort of, sort of, but not really. But not really because everything all at once was more like multiple. Multiple, it's the, the multiverse. It's the, the yeah, multiverse. It, and the, meta, the Matrix yeah. is simulation theory. So what did Short Round do in it? He was somebody's dad? He played dad? her husband. Or the he husband played the dad. main character, yeah. Michelle Yeoh. And was he really that, you know, mm-hmm. was this best supporting actor when... This is the thing is, it's all subjective. It's all subjective. That's, that's true, and I, this but is sometimes the thing you is, know. Sometimes you just know. I, the bottom line is, is that I, what I the ones that I actually put like merit into... Is I do appreciate Screen Actors Guild because it's the people in the guild voting, <laughs> people who do what they do. So I'm trying funny. to be serious about the question, I though. Know I you am. Are. You're funny. I mean, I wish, but like, who's who's in the Academy? Like, who actually votes in the Academy? Right, pull out my SAG card. Oh, I love it. And just throw it on the table. Yes, yes. let's put it there. Earned. <laughs> Earned. Wow. But the Golden Globes is a bunch me? of like the like the foreign press. Critics' choice or critics. Yeah. So if you think about, it's all subjective. It's people who watch a film and go, that was the best performance. Well, it's like earlier we asked who was on the committee for the Kansas City Film Festival. Like, who's deciding yeah. But I think the hard. The, I think the hard part is. Yeah, is who that, is? I think Depends. the, hard, the uh, hard part is, is when you start to see, well, and again, I think representation is so important, right? But when it overshadows to a point to where people are almost uncomfortable, I, I feel like well it, yeah. it, it has to happen. It does have to happen, but there has to be a discussion about the why behind you. it. I and I think you. that's the tough part is I don't like seeing performers who did a really weighty, beautiful performance and one that's like, eh, it's all right. But you know what? Because there's no representation, it has more merit than the other one. Like, who's the judge of that? But then in the next breath, I'm like, but for how long have you seen amazing performances been overlooked because what they're either men white what kind of men i don't know i don't know and that's the thing is is i'm i'm the first one to say i have an opinion but a a friend of mine said something interesting the other day he said you know uh white people are now learning what minorities have known forever which is that racism is endemic to the nature of everyone it's just a question of whose turn is it and how long is your turn going to last? And I and that when he said that to me, I was like, dude, <laughs> you just blew my yeah. mind. Like, because when you watch the Oscars, somebody could make a an argument for they were being racist against Kate Blanchett because she deserved no, that Oscar. No, 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 we're not even to that point. Not at all. And people are I, already no. to that. Point. I mean, no, no, it's getting that debased. I, like, I, they I don't know. I mean, I. You know? I don't know. I I don't know. I I think. And did you see what that actress tweeted? He's out? right. If I was gay, this would be the biggest podcast <laughs> in the history of the world. <laughs> I love it. 
what he uh, that actress that won. I just gotta suck one dick. <laughs> God, what's up, guys out there? If you want, I'll I gotta sell go. my soul to be the I biggest know. podcast. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> That's my cue. No, uh, oh. the actress that won for everything, everywhere, all at once. She tweeted. A couple. Of, did you see that tweet mm-hmm. she sent out where she's like, "Kate Blanchett's won several Oscars. She shouldn't win." Like she was already setting the template yeah. for what's in the culture, and she was saying, "Give me that Oscar because I'll be the first Asian woman to win yeah. an Academy Award for Best Actress." And they shut it her gets down. Manipulative. Yeah, it does. It gets well, ma- and they did shut her politics. down. So I can't how do you, believe. How do you, I can't hold on, Seraphine. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> cannot believe identity politics would play in Hollywood. I can't believe it. I know, shocking, right? How do you feel about prizes in general? What 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 merits? What kind of best prize? Of? The the only prizes I what concern the, myself with, like, mm-hmm. are ones that you have to physically earn. So just physical. Eh, some mental, mental, but not not judging prizes. Okay. Judging prizes, but art, but art in general is art is like subjective. So you know right. what? There's no yeah. Scale I'm not for that. I'm not into subjective a, prizes. I want question. a real. I like the World Cup. I like the Super Bowl. I like the World Series. Mm-hmm. I like people that are earning a prize, a trophy. If so, you will. why why do you think we're why do you think we're still so obsessed? Because again, we we're still in a culture now of what. Not everybody deserves an award, but in the next breath, we're also being like, well, don't hurt my child's ego, and you want to be acknowledged. So I think going back to the film festival, the reason why you're in the film festival, it's not because you're going to win some prize. It's just that people viewed it, they saw it, they accepted it, but in the next breath, like this is the hard part is like if you don't have people look at your material and have an opinion about it. Mm-hmm. I guess the danger here is when you're presenting it to a group of people, how vulnerable do you feel now in the state of the world it is when you're bringing your piece of art, which I know is incredibly personal to you? Not not too vulnerable, but we didn't really, there's nothing in the movie that's going to trigger, I don't think, uh-huh. anyone really. But for you, if if if, if everyone said it's shit, people are always triggered. If people say it's shit, I mean, if they do get triggered, them, yeah. I'm going to be like, "What the yeah. fuck?" Triggered but like, you but about but it? to put yourself like, out I, there, I don't understand. I mean, teens, I guess teen suicide triggers people. Yeah, but I think we're very empathetic. Oh, yeah. we've talked it. about it so much. Empathetic, like Seraphine. I, I was trying to show empathy. The hard part is, though, I'm going to say this: the hard part about like physicality is what you beat the shit out of someone, and guess what? You win. Yeah. The hard part about art is is that you put yourself out there. You're vulnerable. You put something out that like is a part of you, and you are hoping that someone gets it. But like no one is being. I am one hundred percent the drunkest one in this room. No, right but now. that's really good. Did you guys hear that? Did you guys register that? That was good. No, it was good. She, everything she says is gold. That one. That He's one, like, I don't know though. That it's one like, but I want to beat the shit out of you. Oh, I don't want to beat the shit out of you or anybody. Well, no. that's not true. But it is. It's it's tough. I think that's the hard part. Is we all want approval. <laughs> we all want to know we're doing well, right? We you ever been be- in a fight, Seraphine? I have physical fight. I have. What kind of Tell me about it. Is this? Tell me about it. I'm not a good fighter. You get your ass kicked. Um, no, actually, I'm, I'm, I will go down with punches, but I'm, I'm. You beat, you ever beat a bitch up? Um, 
Have I beat a bitch up? Is this That's what a fight is. Is this going uh, actually, in an FBI file? You know what? The podcast? only thing, the okay. only thing I ever like, I've I've gotten into a fight, but I usually am the one to be like, "Don't touch my face." But the the one thing I've I've done that I've always felt guilty about is I pushed my poor little sister one no day into Seraphine. a lawnmower. I'm not talking about that. Have you I been did. on a straight up fight like that? Yeah, I have. And not I was, with a sibling. And I, I did. I got. I got. And unfortunately, the f- moment I was slammed into a locker, I was like, "Don't touch the face. Don't touch the." I was like, <laughs> "That's." I, I like if, I, if, I would if there was like, no don't touch there, the hair. Like I could. I could go. I could <laughs> go. I could go physical. But when you're pushing my body into like metal, no, not happening. <laughs> Not happening. I will go fist with someone. I will go to, but I, I, but not anymore. I'm fucking old lady. Well, no. I'm just asking if you've you ever. You could probably kick some ass though. You're in good shape. I don't know. Oh, you could definitely beat bitches up your age. I you're, don't know. You're maybe. probably fast. Oh yeah. yeah. Have Agile? you seen women your age? Yeah. You're I an have. anomaly. 30, well, 30 years old. Region. 30 years <laughs> old. In this region for sure. Yeah. In the Midwest Those 30 year olds are getting tired looking, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You beat a 30-year-old chick up for sure. Whatever. Tom, you ever been in a fight, a little fist fight? You ever? Oh, yeah. Beat a dude? Yeah? Yeah. When I mean, I, I, it was always, it was never something I instigated, but. Right. But I'm the first one to say stop, though. I'm a, I, I, like, I speak a big game, and I'll go. I'll throw a few, and then the, I'm the first one to be like, now. Yeah. I am. I am. I admit it. I admit it. I am not, like, I wish I could be like, come on, look at me. How much jewelry? Like, no. Yeah, I have hair wear. extensions. It's like, not no. a very desirable situation to be in. Like, punch well, no. me and I'll punch you. Well, no. <laughs> it's just not know. a good yeah. desirable. Are you, are you like, like the last fist? That. Are you the last fist in a fight? I haven't been in a fight. I haven't been in a fight in a long time, but I've yeah. been in them. I was just curious if you guys have ever. Yeah, no. Nah. Fisticuffs. I've been in road rage fights. Yeah. I, I just saw crazy. one on the way here. God, there was really? a. There was a pissed off person going into independence and they were was i was in the I middle se- lane i-70 is crazy was it on i-70 yeah and i i, I serious it's crazy this person was like in the the fast lane and wanting to go and all these cars were slow and i just let him in because i could tell he was on fire so he moves in and he gives me a little nod and then he goes and he passes all the people in the speeding lane and raises his finger and goes nah next yeah. car nah, until yeah. he hits the very big and 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 passes all of them yeah, and i was I like, like that. men are like angry that. there's a lot of angry i got men. a straight up road rage yep. fight like yep we were fighting he in the you street off. not me he was okay. he gave who me a knock flips anyone no. off like, he, he, who he does flipped, that he you know who does that women He's like, do that <laughs> I've never seen women anyone. do it all the time because they know no one's gonna I can't fuck with them. So like, Meh. Going I like see this it all the time. Someone. I saw it yesterday. Really? To me? Yeah, I've never flipped. I, I, I'm actually. I, in, I've in definitely like. Yeah, right off, uh, right off the sexes over here. Actually, <laughs> I, I, it was my fault. I pulled out in front of him. I didn't see him. I just pulled out in front of him. Yeah. I was. It seems know. like so much effort. What's the crate? What's the what's the craziest? car communication you've ever had like oh. like like when your windows are passing all right or like someone was. like slowed down or sped up or whatever my, i'm driving i just got off work minding my own business do, 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 do. this is in wyandotte and this big tr- big old red budweiser truck pulls out right in front of me i almost rear end him. i have to swerve around him. i flipped him off i had it was i was in a ford ranger and it had like the the window behind that you could slide open mm. to the bed. I put my hand and arm out there, flipped them off that way, slammed on my brakes. That's right, I brake checked them. What and, did he look like? And then hold on. 
And then we, yeah. then there was a fucking a stoplight. I was like, oh shit. So I stopped. But that was it. That's I just swerved in front of him, flipped yeah. him off. Like fuck you, you cut me off. And then we get in the stoplight, and all of a sudden this dude looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Jumps out oh of this truck, gosh. starts. Walking to me yeah. like a fucking gorilla. No, Wyandotte. Wyandotte. You oh said my that. God. <laughs> Which is, yeah. He come, I'm like, oh shit, what do I do? So I get out of my truck and I start my strut towards him going, and I'm about to say, you fucking cut me off. But before I could say that, he swings at me. No words, no nothing. He just throws a fucking haymaker at no. me. I ducked it. Put my arms underneath his you arms. Hear about this? No, I picked him up. I threw him on the car next to us. Stone Cold Steve Austin, you picked up and threw. It wasn't him. <laughs> he looked like him. I love that. And I, I threw him up. I picked him, yeah. threw him up to the car next to us. This little, I'll never forget her face, like a little black <laughs> granny. She goes, no. <laughs> As I put, I, I put him on the side of her car. I put I put my left hand on his chest. I pull my right hand back. I'm about to punch him in the face, and then he cowers like a little bitch. He puts his hands up in front of his face. Please don't! I got kids. <laughs> and I go, and I pull back and I stopped. You lucky motherfucker! I was about to fuck you up. I go. You just cut me off. That's why I fucking flipped you off. Had to go around you. I go. You need to learn how to fucking drive. I go. Get your fucking bitch ass back into the truck and get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I love it. I think so, you should start the podcast with, with that. that story. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Beaver, bravado. And then get into all the, the bullshit art stuff. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Did, did you ever have a car communication like that, Tom? No. <laughs> so that was my weirdest. Yeah. I, I can't think car of Car communication. You didn't, have, you didn't have like a weird car but thing. But do you know how crazy that is of me? Do you know how stupid that is of me to get out of the car yeah, you and go? You could have got fucking shot. I could have gotten yeah. shot. Yeah, yeah you could have. I could have gotten shot. Yeah. Instead, of just the granny could have shot you. You never know. She could have. She would have been, been like, "Get away, bitch! You're in a wine dot." This fucking Quindaro, bitch. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I've never had anything like that happen to me. I'm not even sure. You mean like leaning out the window and? I uh, well, like I'm not I sure. Got, my, I got my, my, my my car communication was <laughs> like, like I'm a road like rage I probably don't remember a lot of them. Oh, they boy. might be in my lost years. I For, think that the best. It was probably one of the best things that ever. Like like most human hum, human thing. brake checking. I'm all about the brake check. I was I was driving and it was a bad day. <laughs> I was crying and I was driving. Oh, what was wrong? Oh, I don't even want to get into it. But I I was I was driving. It was in Topeka of all places. Don't ask. But I was driving, we and I was, I was, I was. There's a boy, and she I, broke up. He broke up. With I was her. trying to, I was trying to, like, like I was going there for work, and then I was like, I can't go. I'm, I'm just like, I was having a like moment, so I'm driving down a side road, and I pause my car, and it's like one of those side roads where no one's using it, so I, I break my car off to the side, and I'm crying, and then all of a sudden this car comes by, and it was this, this like. He, he looked like, I don't know, he's a big, like, black football player type guy who rolls down the window, and he and he's he goes, are you okay? And it was like this moment where I just was like, I was embarrassed at first because I was crying in the middle of the street, and I felt so bad because I had, like, blocked his car. And then I'm like, no, 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 I'm fine. And he's like, 
no, really, are you okay? Yeah. And it was, I was like, yeah. And then he goes, he he just gives me this look and he sees me and then he goes, he points to himself and he goes like, like prayer hands. And he's like, he mouse, it's going to be okay. And I was like, and he drove, drives off. And I was like, you know what? Those are those moments in your life to where, like, I can't tell you how many times I've been in a car and I've either been what you're listening, like you're either listening to music, you're angry, you're talking to yourself or like that day was not a good day. And it was probably one of those acts of kindness to where I was like, everyone sucks in this world. Yeah. And he, he, and he, and he stayed and he stayed and he stayed until he knew that I was like going to be okay. And you not, and, not, th- and we couldn't even hear each other. at any point during this, did you feel threatened or uncomfortable? No. Not not at any not point. one freaking moment. Well, that is amazing. Not one freaking moment, and it was, and I was at my most vulnerable, and it was just this simple exchange of, "I see you," and he saw me through a car window, and he could have slammed his freaking <clears throat> horn and been like, "What is this woman doing in the middle of the street?" Like, get out the way, the bitch! Totally, and he did. I was did, gonna say when he left, did you go? I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, sadly enough. You know, you have those moments Tonight. where you're like, oh, I mean, sadly enough, those are those moments where like, I just wish like <laughs> if I, if I knew that person's name, I would be like, thank you. Cause it was a bad day. You know, those are those days. So yeah. Well, was this my- was a, this was a good day. Tom, I thank you for doing the thank podcast. Yeah, I feel like it was, I feel like people are going to fall asleep. Seraphine. Oh, it'll, we'll have to <laughs> edit this for- one. We'll have to edit this one. This I one? don't edit shit. He's like, I won't ever edit. No, it, it takes too much work. Tom goes up. So, uh, Seraphine, <laughs> thank right. you for taking you. over. Uh, how would you like people to kind of, if, if you have anything to promote or follow or anything like that, if there's anything you like to say? No, I, 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 it, this is all about promoting my friend. Okay, Tom, so, what I, have you got I'm to say? I'm just trying to get more movies made. I got a million ideas if anybody wants to. Uh, what do you need? What do you need? Do you need, other than money, what, what would you like? What do you need? Actors, uh, writers. Film money, film, money. people with cameras. <laughs> it's really just money. Yeah. <laughs> all that other stuff comes running when you have the money. Yeah. Oh, listen, baby, we you all need that. money. You know that. Music. We talked about that. Yeah. Well, there's well. Get yeah. that. Lo- get that. Local that you don't music. have to pay a million rights for. Yeah. Get that, <laughs> find some local music you're into and, and reach out to them. Yeah, I've been looking for people who do original scores. Yeah, because I ran into some. Music rights issues with right. bravado. Maybe jazz musicians too. There you go. Yeah. Well, Tom, Seraphine, this was a pleasure. Okay. I thought we were going to go another three hours. No, we're going to cut yeah. this off. We'll keep going, but uh, we're done recording because now it's going to get <laughs> now it's going to get real interesting. Crazy. Everybody, thanks for listening. I'm Ryan Westa. This was Neander Talk podcast. I this love is you all. When you should start taping. Bye. Leave me the fuck alone. Uh, Neander Talk, hardest podcast in the world. You stupid ass bitch. <laughs>